Crazy videos coming out of the southern border. I've actually stated a few times now on my show, when you have illegal immigrants freely going back and forth into and out of this country with with no repercussion, with no security, with no border control, do you really have a country? I mean, let's be real. It's not just that issue. You combine that with rule by decree and the two distinct cultures. It seems like America is just it's it, the, the, like the collapse has happened and we're watching it happen now, just like in slow motion, like a supernova in the sky. The light is now traveling and eventually we'll see that uh, t- t- the, the total collapse. There's a viral video showing a man carrying takeout. See, these people come into the United States illegally and then they cross back into Mexico to get carryout from restaurants and then come back into the U.S. That to me is one of the most shocking things. This viral video shows a Border Patrol agent on horseback, like whipping a guy. It's just beyond insane what's happening in this country. But we do have a lot of other stories. In D.C., they're mandating vaccinations for for student athletes. Vaccine mandates are being uh, violently protested. COVID lockdowns in Australia. Union workers fighting. A lot of crazy stuff has been going down. And so we brought in Alex Jones and Phil Abanti to discuss these very important issues. Alex, uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Well, absolutely. Uh, I'm here. It's my third visit. Love the beautiful place you're in here in uh, West Virginia. And one of my crew members is actually here, uh, Joey, who was just four days ago at Del Rio, Texas, and got some of that footage that's at freeworldnews.tv that actually shows thousands of people going back and forth over the spillway on the Rio Grande River, getting their Topo Chico and their enchiladas and things, and going back over uh, to the refugee camp with now over 20,000 people uh, that are uh, there. And, and, and then we first broke this two days ago. It's now confirmed over 10,000 more are showing up in Rio Dosa, uh 200-plus miles away on the Texas border with Mexico, uh, coming across into McAllen, Texas, as we speak. So this is a full-on invasion. Uh, and you, remember, said, you said refugee camp. Absolutely. So th- these are refugees fleeing, I think it was an earthquake, right? Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, they call them migrants, but, I mean, I get the third world's collapsing, the global lockdown, even the New York Times and UN admits, put 287 million people on the verge of starvation, an extra 20 million starved to death during the global lockdown, dozens of times what COVID had killed and, and still has killed. Uh, and so, yes, they're refugees from globalism, from U.N. exploitation in Haiti, and from the earthquakes. And most of them have been waiting several years uh, in Central and South America. And then when they saw Biden legalizing all these other people, they now made the trek up here with everything they've got. Yeah, the Democrats. So I feel sorry for them. I'm not against them. I'm just saying when they implode the third world and starve everybody to death with the lockdowns, that's going to cause, in Europe and here, everybody to get flooded. And just, just for the... For clarity, it was, I think it was a UN report that said 225 million predicted to starve due to the economic shutdown. Or was it, was it 250? Uh, you're right. I mean, there's been a bunch. Anybody can go to YouTube and pull up the world uh, UN food director, and he's up there saying, we project 200 million, then 220, then 250. Then they projected that 287 million people, as of just a few months ago, are on the verge of starvation. They weren't on the verge. Now they're on the line spending 60, 70% of any income they have on food. They have no food for medicine. Then they become malnourished and died. And so, but they estimate the UN does, and I think it's an accurate number for them, 20 plus million, it's like 22 million extra starved to death during global lockdown, which is still ongoing in parts of Africa uh, and and, uh, Central and South America, where authoritarian regimes are using it for control. So that's why even the UN uh, food director said, we don't want any more lockdowns. And the special envoy from the UN said, a year ago, we better stop this, but they didn't. Well, we'll we'll get into all that. We also got Phil hanging out. Absolutely. Hello. 
How is everyone doing? Uh, I am Phil from all that re- the band, metal band All That Remains, uh, and I'm excited to be here. It's our, I think my third time here as well. It's good to meet you, Alex. Good to meet you. Good to see Ian and Lids. Hey, I yeah. like that shirt. I appreciate that. Uh, so would James Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got a list of drinks. Communism doesn't know how. Communism doesn't know how. They got a great list of drinks down there, like the free market, the libertarian, the capitalist, the communist. I said, is the communist an empty glass? <laughs> Should be. Should be. I mean, Russian vodka, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We got Ian. Hey, everybody. Ian Crossland here. Happy to be here with you wonderful, gorgeous humans. Thanks for coming, Alex and Phil. Love you guys. I am stoked for this show. I feel like I'm not going to get a word in edgewise, and it's going to be fine. I'm Sarah Petulitz. I'm pushing buttons in the corner. Well, He's hoping we don't get banned. Yeah. Well, I tried to pri- – I told you I'm going to be more <laughs> calm on the show because I want to be more calm. But as soon as I have a chance to talk about 20-plus million people dying because of the lockdowns, I feel like I need to say that because people need to know <laughs> they're calling for new ones. And Joe Biden put in the new national terrorism directive policy in June of this year, no longer is the main terror threat al-Qaeda uh, or ISIS or the Chinese communists or the Russians. It's now officially people that question the election and people that question future lockdowns, which tells me they've got more of those planned. And that's in the official policy report people can pull up. And, and again, uh, that's pretty scary to me because the Democrats always question elections, whether it's a real election or whether there's a problem. I think everybody has a right to do that, so it's pretty damn scary. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into all of it. I have a lot to say. I want to, I want to just keep going. Go to TimCast.com, become a member, because we're going to have a members-only segment coming up, and I'm, I'm almost laughing because this is where it's going to get just wild and crazy. We can say whatever we want on our website. YouTube's got dumb rules. We try to be careful, but we still want to make sure we're saying things that are true and important. It just means that when it comes to the TimCast.com member segment you'll see tonight, there's going to be a lot of swearing. So with that being said, uh, let's get into actually the first segment, why the show is happening. You see, we do want to talk about the news and the border crossing and stuff. But before the show, I was I was asking, like, do you guys want to talk about, like, how this how this came to be? And, yeah, so let me just let you guys uh, uh, know, that, you know basically what happened. So we were we were trying to figure out, and we're still trying to figure out, good shows to do that are kind of unique. We had Vosh and Charlie Kirk, and I thought that was great. Uh, it was kind of crossfire-y, like the left versus the right, nah. And it's kind of a little too on the nose. So we're trying to figure out interesting personalities that may agree or disagree, but not be in the same spaces in, in the culture war. So maybe someone who's uh, a comedian versus, you know, having a discussion with somebody who's in finance or getting someone like, you know, Max Kaiser, who's a Bitcoin guy to sit down and talk about someone who's all into philosophy. Originally, we had reached out to Shuan Head, who is a big YouTuber, and she was super excited that she wanted to do it. And after we confirmed with her, we, we went to Alex and we were like, hey, Alex, you know, she has agreed to do the show. Would you be willing to do it? And uh, Alex, we were trying to work on your schedule, figure out a date. And then once we finally confirmed Alex's availability, Shuan Head unfortunately said that she didn't think she'd be able to do it. She didn't know what she could add to the show. And it's a bummer because I think it would have been a really, really, really great show. And she was really just afraid to get canceled if she was even close to me. Which, again, whatever happened in America, we're not the Soviet Union. It's good to come on if you disagree with somebody and have a debate with them. That's what's interesting. That's what everybody's looking for. That's why Crossfire used to have 15 million viewers, and now it doesn't exist, and they have no viewers at CNN. is because it's all just orthodoxy, the same gaslighting, brainwashing. I don't care if it's right wing or left wing. No one wants that. Plus... You said before we went live, and I think it's true, I think she was scared as a populist she'd probably agree with me, and that's when she'd get in trouble. Because so, you have the caricature of Alex they put out, which is little snippets out of context versus the real one. Yeah, so uh, basically we were, t- we were talking before the show, and, you know, I'm, I'm just going to shout you out, Ian. Ian was like, we shouldn't bring it up. It's, we don't want to be disrespectful. 
And I, I, I can see with that because I think, I think Shuen Head's great. I think her channel's Hey, hey I don't blame her. There's a lot yeah. of tyranny out there. And, and, and so, you know, keeping your head down might be what you want to do. But and, and when everybody does that, you lose your country and you wake up in North Korea. Like I was saying earlier, the, the Alex and Shu are, are a perfect fit together because Shu's entire persona and everything is built on memes on the Internet. And, and there's like Alex is one of the most prolific meme creators of, of the 21st century. So it's a for her to back out just doesn't make any sense for her brand or for, you know, aside from the fact that she might get pushed back from some of her more left leaning friends. So this is where I, I ended up. You know, I think she's incredibly talented and funny, which is why she has the million plus or, you know, know, all all the fans she has, the million plus views she gets on all her videos. And, you know, perhaps she's I don't want to I don't want to call her a liar or anything when she says she doesn't think she'd have much to add and she feel like she wouldn't be participating enough. I mean, I think it's a fair point, perhaps, but I think she underestimates herself. Mm. And then I also think a big component is we've had Steve Bannon on the show and Steve Bannon talked a lot about populism. And he calls himself far right. But then he says he wants to tax the rich. And I'm like, that's not far right, Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve. I don't think any of the labels. I mean, we need populism. We need Americanism. And that's classical liberalism. The left is not liberalism. People study it. It goes back to the Jacobins and the French Revolution. And George Washington said, that is not who we are. That's the enemy. They were going to have nine-day work weeks, abolish the family, make everybody slaves. It was getting rid of the church and the oligarchy and, and the royalty and creating a total system of control. So the left literally comes out of a super insane uh, cult, which was the real Illuminati, Adam Weishaupt. This is in mainline history books. And, and they set up the French Revolution and were going to set themselves up as God. So they would have all the science. Everybody else would be like animal slaves. And out of that came communism. Did it seem See, like I don't the, know about, I don't know about any of that. Did it seem like the French Revolution got infiltrated? Well, let me, I just want oh, to, yeah. I, I oh, want yeah. to, I want to address that. They, they tried point. to kill Thomas Jefferson. Well, he me, was, he was the leader of the Illuminati at that point. And, and, and then he had to, he had to get out. Yes! <laughs> yes! What? It's so early in the conversation. Yes! No, did you know this was well, this is well known. George Washington. This is what I'm here for! George Washington God, wrote Bill. 16 letters. You can pull them up. George Washington wrote 16 letters against the Illuminati. Oh. He said they've taken over the French. They've taken over modern masonry. And I'm trying to stop them. Our revolution is, is, is the one that's good and pure. And, and theirs is destructive. And he told Jefferson, you're going to, once he wasn't president, they're going to try to kill you. And they later turned on Jefferson. Because, I mean, you know that Benjamin Franklin was not a Christian. He was in the Hellfire Club, had big sex orgies, the rest of it. And, uh, <laughs> yes! Also, why, found, why is this true? They found like, they <laughs> found like, up from the Library of Congress. Oh, no. They George, found, they found no, like wait, 30 dead kids under his house. Oh, okay, hold, Alex hold on. Alex Jones hold on. is never wrong. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> right, okay. hold on. I wanted to say something first <laughs> that you brought up a point about something I said about Shu that you'd say something populist that mm-hmm. she would agree with and that would be bad for a lot of these people who are scared of being canceled to have a clip where you know Alex Jones says something about protecting the working class in this country and fighting for families and then having someone who's supposed to be on the left being like you're completely right Alex Jones then having that clip go out is bad for somebody who's on the left, right? That's, that's the point I want to make. Now, then you got into the Illuminati and Thomas Jefferson. And I don't even know where we're at, but then I got hold on. awesome. It, but, but wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. So I Googled it. Uh, I'm at the Library of Congress. Oh my gosh. And there is, a, it says manuscript mixed material. And there's a picture here of a letter to Reverend G.W. Snyder, Mount Vernon, September 25th, 1798. What? George Washington. Down the street, George Washington. George Washington to William Russell. He said, I have heard much of the nefarious and dangerous plan and doctrines of the Illuminati, but never saw the book until you were pleased to send it to me. 
The same causes which have prevented my acknowledging the receipt of your letter have prevented my reading the book hitherto, namely the, the multiplicity of matters which pressed upon me before and the, de- and the debilitated, debilitated state in which I was left after. A severe fever had been removed and which allows me to add little more now than thanks to your kind wishes and favorable sentiments, except to correct an error you have run into of my presiding over the English lodges in this country. The fact is I preside over none, nor have I been in one more than once or twice within the last 30 years. I believe notwithstanding that none of the lodges in this country are contaminated with the principles ascribed to the society of the Illuminati. So there, there, there's more. The point is, wow, Frederick, Maryland. Oh, hey, yeah. Amazing. He says the lodges. He's talking about Mason lodges. The Masons. All I know is, all I want to say is, George Washington did write letters to William Russell about the Illuminati. I don't know if that means Thomas Jefferson was... Read reading. all 16. No, I mean, Thomas Jefferson was the head of the Illuminati. That's well known. Before that, Franklin was, but they were the head of the good Illuminati. Then you had Adam Weishaupt and his Jacobins take over the Illuminati. The Illuminati just meant elimination and light, mm-hmm. and, then, and they wanted to control the light. Maybe this is why she didn't want to come out. My mind show. is blown. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> like, this is amazing. Alex Jones is never wrong. It makes <laughs> no, a lot of sense. I mean, I have my perspectives, but I, I'm, I'm never wrong intentionally. But I mean, this stuff's mainline history. It's just not really taught in schools. But I've read a bunch of books on it uh, that are like written hundreds, like none, like um, proofs of this conspiracy. And it was that book that basically, out of that, they had the whole anti-Masonic uh, party and stuff. Which I'm not anti-Masonic. I mean, that's way more complex. That goes back to Solomon and Egypt and back mm-hmm. then the colleges were secret. You didn't just let anybody in. They were called the mystery schools. So it had like the, the birthplace of astronomy and science and medicine and all that goes back to Hippocrates and all that. So there was these mystery schools that only certain people could get into. And then it also has a backdrop of the occult. And then Christians and people saw it as all satanic, which it wasn't uh, because it all predates Christianity. Is that like the Hermetic I don't, I don't, Society? Well, well, all that stuff, I, yeah. I don't want to... This is a really, really deep subject, and maybe m- people might be disappointed because I didn't intend to, to go off in that direction. We were originally talking about the left and not wanting to come and sit How down. did we get there? Because yeah, the left is the French Revolution. I don't we know. Got, they were co-opted <laughs> as well. That's right. The left, the left is not liberals. You invited America Alex Jones and expected to not nothing. hear about the so Illuminati? Was, yeah, no, no, no. That's not what I mean. I was talking about how labels mean nothing. Because we take Tucker, Tucker Carlson wants to, wants to, wants to like <laughs> rebuild and take care of poor people and give them actually jobs. And, and, and care about our pop. That's more liberal than leftists that work for big corporations and hide behind BLM but really don't care about the general public and help big tech build slave camps in China. Left is not so, inherently liberal. Right, right. So yeah. I, I, what I wanted to say was okay. we reached out to a bunch of people on the left and they were very respectful in declining to come on the show. I, I think it's because you mentioned cancel culture. That's kind of what they say to me. They're like, there's, there, there's no upside for, for this. If I do this, it's just bad for me, right? They could sit down and have a conversation with you. They could sit down and have a conversation with Steve Bannon. In fact, what I wanted to say was when we had Bannon on the show, people commented, wow, I, I, the media makes it sound like he's crazy, but he's actually like a normal guy. Very well spoken. You, yeah, but you, you, you know the, the, the study that, uh, they study the people that, consider themselves liberal in the U.S. compared to conservatives, and, and conservatives understand the liberals and just disagree. Liberals don't understand conservatives oh, yeah. and people that aren't liberal. So, right. and, and by liberal, I and mean And they don't the want to understand them. Yeah, they, but they, they believe a character of them. They believe, they believe that, like, the, every ugly character that you come up with about conservatives, that's what the liberals believe about conservatives, can and I, it's not the case. You can know? I just shout out one of the most frustrating things was seeing people play the clip of the gay frogs thing ah. without, without, and they were laughing yeah. at you like you were insane when it was clear you were exaggerating a real study about atrazine. Exactly. Well, I just, I mean, story. that's like 10 years ago now. Right. I just read 
it, it, I, I, to my memory, I, I, I just read an article about it. I think it was like a, uh, what's that show? It's not PBS, Democracy Now. Yeah. Democracy Now had just had the doctor on, it's like 10 years ago, about atrazine, the study, and how it made the males attractive to the males so they didn't have any eggs, so they were dying out. Right. And it was happening all over the world with, with atrazine that's toxic, and it was hurting humans as well, studies were showing, and very carcinogenic. So I said, see, I just don't want them putting wa- uh, things in the water that make the friggin' frogs gay. And I said, I'm not against gay people, I just don't want them putting stuff in the water that makes the frogs gay. It's a kind of a joke at the end, and then they just went crazy with that. Well, They're so, turning so, the frogs gay! Well, so, so here's what happens. I see a bunch of posts online where they're like, I can't believe he's crazy. The crazy thing is, on Reddit, you'll see people actually trying to crack people like, I get it. Alex Jones is crazy, but he's he's not wrong. He's exaggerating, but look at the study. And then the people are like, ah, get out of here, you nut, you conspiracy theorist. I will say, though, You're talking- I, b- I believe uh, updated studies they followed through found it's substantially less pronounced or not happening. I don't know the full details. I remember looking into it. Well, let me give you you're, an example. You're, st- you're talking about a species that goes through metamorphosis as part of its life cycle. So influence from from the environment and from things that aren't supposed to be there, it's, it's completely reasonable to think that chemicals would have an influence on a creature that has so much uh, that changes so much throughout its life and and, you know it's not that far when you actually stop and think about it for a second well also I'm pretty sure aren't there some species of frog that can change gender yes I I believe so so. So birds do it too but but, but what he just said is absolutely right because when they're trying in science to figure out how to regenerate cells they look at lizards their tail gets bit off by a bird it grows back they look at frogs but we have a, a little lake on my dad's ranch in East Texas and he went like a couple of years ago to the, to the state, and you get carp uh, that have had a chemical put in when they were eggs, and just a few drops of it at the state level makes these big giant you know carp, but they're sterile uh, just from a few drops of a chemical when they are uh, eggs, and so that's that's exactly what he's talking about. And so this this is wild. Just I want you you know just just pause and reflect on the moment. Um. You know, we were we were just going to talk about how we originally planned on doing the show with someone on the left, and then within like thirty <laughs> seconds, it was Thomas Jefferson was the leader of the Illuminati. Yeah, I got to find out if Robespierre was a plant. Are amazing. <laughs> did the they fishes, get to Robespierre? The or was he are, actually uh, crazy? Sterile. Do you know much about? We're, did we're, did we're, the Illuminati put Robespierre in the French Revolution, or was I, he I, there I, and they co-opted him? Like what? Because he went haywire. They knew they knew a revolution was coming, and so Adam Weishaupt with another group of people basically infiltrated the Masonic lodges and, and, and got control of some of the European ones, tried to control the U.S. ones, and then Washington came and, and spoke out against them and exposed them. But, but it was basically, before they had intelligence agencies, they had secret societies. And all that was was then the secret societies got taken over by the Illuminati, who said the royalty's weak, the church is weak, let's overthrow them, and then we'll infiltrate and basically get all the nobles to join us and a bunch of the rich people because we'll have sex parties and supply them with prostitutes. And, 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 and money as well, because there's a bunch of rich people backing it. Well, so, so let me, let me just, I wanna, I wanna give you a, um, a compliment sandwich. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're very knowledgeable on a lot Ready. of, a lot of these issues. You'll say stuff, and then we fact check them, and it turns out they were, they, they're tr- they were true. And, and it happened on Joe Rogan's show. It happened on the last show we did with you, where you were like talking about cows and cloning. And now for the middle part is, when you jump from let's talk about why you know people don't want to come on the show to Thomas Jefferson is the leader of Illuminati is when you start to lose people. But mm. I'll throw it back to the fact that you know you can't 
if you're right about something, you can't <laughs> not inform people under, because they won't understand it. There's and a so theory you need to try and get in, them to in mathematics point. called proofs. And what you do is you, you, when you have an equation, you show your work from line by line. And if you just give them the answer and don't show your work, they give you an F. Because the whole point of the proof is to show your work of how you got to the answer. Exactly. And everybody else now just says, that person's a racist. If they disagree with their politics, show it to me. Like, if you read my articles or things, we show you links to it. Now, you can disagree with the links. Sometimes we're wrong, but not on purpose. And where I made a mistake is, I don't know how big my show was 10 years ago or so. So there'd be a thing on 4chan or 8chan. We'd wargame it. Oh, people say this didn't happen. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. I'd look at both sides. They can then clip that out, which I don't haven't done in a long time, and say, look, he just said this, because I was just looking at interesting stories. So I learned when Q came along, I said, this is absolute, complete bull to set everybody up that they're part of a secret society so they can be led into all sorts of things and so they don't get politically active because they believe we've already basically won the country back, you know, if, if you saw Trump as a populist, a good guy, and that's all your perspective. And so then I was up front, never even read their theories on air because if I said those, they would have snipped them out and said I said that. Hell, they still say I said attack the Capitol. They still say I was there and I entered the Capitol. The left does. And it was the opposite. I tried to stop it all. So I've learned to be very careful about what I say because it will be taken out of context. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest challenges is when, when you know, I read the news all day every day. And then you – we were talking earlier outside. We were doing an interview. And you say something about, like, Klaus Schwab. And I'm like, I have no idea. You know, I haven't read that stuff. And then the funny thing is I'm thinking to myself at this point. I kind of learned my lesson because <clears throat> when you went on with Rogan – and he was like, Jamie pulled it up, and then it was, you were right. And then you were here last time telling us about how we were eating cloned beef. And I was like, get out of here. That's not true. And then geez, pull it right up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean Washington Post writing about it. We so had, we had neighbors. Like, we had neighbors that owned an A&M uh, sponsored lab system. They owned the property it was on in East Texas, and they had cloned cows 20 years ago. Here's, here's what I think, though. I remember you went on Joe's show before and you were talking about like interdimensional beings and that's the speculation, yeah. Human mutants and 5G and that stuff was just off over over, over the. Well, over I the was rails, talking about the what rails. the globalists believe, and then Elon Musk came on. This is that's like four years ago. And then Elon Musk came on and basically said that the elites believe that they're, they're going to become gods. They believe they're going to force a human mutation and merger with machines. They believe that that they are contacting, and that's why they're taking DMT and government programs to try to map other dimensions and see because they're, they're having government events and corporate sponsored deals where they have like IV dripped DMT. And I told Joe this six months before he even came out on the news. And I said it was going on in the seventies because it was. There's a lot of people that were involved in it and they would take like astronauts, but it's interdimensional astronauts, uh, you know, kind of like in that movie that came out, uh, Interstellar, where it's like interdimensional there. That's how the aliens are communicating with him because they, he can't even grasp how it works. They create an interdimensional system he understands to be able to reach through and communicate back through time space to Earth to give them the equations to build a spaceship. But, but what I'm getting at is the globalists are obsessed with that. And so they're not into interstellar travel so much as they're into inter, interdimensional travel. And that's what the Aztecs and the Babylonians, all of them are into. But the only type of entities that will communicate with us are lower level because higher level ones won't interfere in a developing sub-civilization. And so kind of like the space trash comes in and it's more like a gremlin and just wants to see us kill kids and drink blood and do horrible things because that thrills them interdimensionally. So that's why these creatures always ask for blood, always ask for children. Then they'll give you a little bit of knowledge they have about what they've seen and done. I, I'm not saying I've seen that. I'm not saying I believe that. I don't, I've never taken DMT. I'm not doing that. The globalists are doing that. And, 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 and thank, thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> so, so like, 
but I should shut up. Well, the point is, tra- but you're asking about transdimensional well, stuff. I think well, the, well, upper, well, the higher dimensional ones are communicating with us, but our brains as radio know. receivers aren't tuned to the right frequency to hear it. <laughs> exactly. No, we're no, operating at a lower on. animal brain, and that tunes well, into the, to, to the demon channel. Okay, so a few oh, things I want to say. Demon right, channel. Right, okay, wait, wait, wait. So what? Although you can tune to channels, he's right. And the one we tuned to was like. So, get but, food, get get warm. They're, they're, you're, when you say globalists, there are powerful international interests who believe weird stuff. Yes, there are a and, lot of powerful they, rich people that want to have immortality and want to explore and want to know the secrets of the universe. So they've paid trillions, the equivalent of trillions <laughs> out since the 1850s to Sir Francis Galton and others to, to, to break through on, break on through to the other side. All right, right. Break on through to the other side. So, so that becomes a bit more break understandable, through, right? When yeah. you tell, when you tell the average person that there's globalists trying to contact interdimensional beings, they're like, I'm out. Well, but, the Nazis but, had a whole SS castle but, but, where they were chopping people's heads off. Let me just say, let me say. Easy there, Catholic, Castle Wolfenstein. What are you talking about? Well, well, hold on, hold on. Slow hold on. down. That's when, true, too. When you say, though, there are wealthy people who don't want to die and they want to live forever, you can then walk them there like, uh, um, you know, they do the blood transfusions with young people. They're absolutely paying money. If you go to a poor person, I should say poor a regular working class person and say, if I were to tell you billionaires are, are spending billions and, and trillions of their On money. On young people's blood. To try and figure out how to live forever, would you believe me? They're going to say, yeah, of course, right? What else? Of course. They got bunkers in New Zealand. So uh, with that being said, have you ever seen Stargate SG-1? No. So you, you would love this show. See, I'm going to spoil it for those who haven't seen it. It's a 20-year-old show. But uh, uh, so there is a secret program called the Stargate program, right? Basically, uh, long story short. I think I've seen the show like once or twice. Awesome show. The movie was really good. Fantastic. Yeah, so in the, in the show, the Stargate, it's, it's built by an ancient civilization. And it's like there's a massive network of gates that you can dial in a certain code. And it opens up a wormhole to other parts of the universe, even other galaxies. And the ancients who built all this technology eventually ascended, became so evolved that they transformed into pure energy and moved to a higher plane. Light. Right. So they're like, in the show, they turn to light and and And, and that's ascend. what the globalists believe they're going to do. So, so they tell you through their movies what they think. Well, so this is a TV show where in the show, there are the the uh, the ancients who have ascended, the ascended beings, don't interact with the lower plane. The watchers. Because they have a policy against, against interacting. But then, later in the show, there's the Ori, who... Try to get people to worship them to derive power from their worship, and they have emissaries and religious and priests. They're psychic do. vampires. Yeah. So I, everything you were saying, I was like, sounds a, sounds a lot like Stargate. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think I've I don't watch a lot of TV. I've seen a few clips of those like twenty years ago. It came out right or something. It was like nineteen ninety seven, I think. Yeah. I mean, I remember. I don't. This is study. Like, if you awesome read, show. if you read the texts that are confirmed to be King Solomon's that they've now dug up, you know, and, and, and found the uh, the Hebrew of and, and you look at the ancient Egyptian stuff and all that most of it was not what you call black magic to be destructive but there were always schools that were into that who believed they were talking to destructive entities that would actually give them advanced knowledge if they paid them offerings they didn't want gold they didn't want silver they didn't want rubies they wanted human life so, uh, and, and, and so they wanted to drain interdimensionally off the torture of children particularly power that's where the Satanism comes from that's why you sacrifice children to give the devil power Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Did I ever talk to you about Full Metal Alchemists too? I don't think so. Mm-mm. You would also love that show. So uh, it's a manga and anime. And there's a lot of people uh, who are like, oh, yeah, Full Metal is probably cheering in the, in the comments because it's a great show. Basically, they What's cr- it called? Full, full Metal, Metal Alchemist full Brotherhood. Metal. So check, this, check this show out. You'll like it. Basically, long story short, I'm going to spoil it for you and everybody listening. Uh, they, someone creates a homunculus, an artificial life form, right? They use alchemy to do it. This being eventually discovers that by using human souls – they can open up the gate to higher power. I'm very, very simplifying the story for those true No, exactly. Fans. There's lower-level entities that need us to get higher up in the ascension. That's black in, magic. In, in the end, they do this massive transmutation circle that's going to kill, like, four million people so they can open the eye of the moon, open the gate. Every person has an internal gate. So it's... it's it's And that's what the globalists so believe. They believe they have to kill all humans on Earth but what, before where, they where, can where, ascend uh, to, to the transcendence to become light. But where do you get that? Like, where does it, where does that, look, when you tell me that there's a letter from George Washington to this, you know, Will, William Russell about the Illuminati, I Google that and crazy. I see it. Yeah. Libraryofcongress.gov has it. But when you say that the globalists believe in dimensional aliens, how do I fact check that? Well, I mean, if, if you want me to dig that stuff up, I can actually sit there and, and, and show it to you and bring you a whole file or, or email it to you. But if you study the Aztecs and the Babylonians and every other culture, would go through from going to be hunter-gatherers uh, to being an agrarian society. So now people are sort of building towns and cities. They would always set up a priest class that would start taking drugs to try to find you know higher knowledge, and then they would get contacted by destructive entities uh, that demanded the blood of children and women and, and, and sacrifice. And so every culture starts human sacrifice uh, to Moloch or to you know the winged snake. It's hard to pronounce Quetzalcoatl or whatever yeah, uh, with the Aztecs, and I, you know, I've been to Quetzalcoatl. That's how you say it. Yeah. And so I've been down to, to to Chichen Itza. I've been to the other places. I've been to some of the other temples, and I've been to other ones around the world. And and so every culture kind of hits a dead end where they start human sacrificing and demanding the firstborn, just like we see uh, in Exodus, you know, in, in the in, in the Jewish Talmud or the Old Testament. And they've historically gone and looked up Ramses II. His dad did order the firstborn of the Israelite males killed and to a sacrifice to their God. And, and so that's the stuff. I mean, there's a Metallica song about that angel of death. And so that's creeping death. Creeping death. That's right. And angel so of death is slayer. But, 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 uh, but, <laughs> no, the expert. No, no, I mean, I know angel of death is the song by Slayer about Joseph Mingala. What I'm saying is that is the angel of death and creeping death. Yes. And, and, and that's the grim reaper you, and all that. And what, by the way, you know what Fauci's last name means? What? Means the sickle. Oh wow! No what? way! I swear to God. All right, in we're what gonna language? Look this up. It's gonna in be Italian. True. Google, please. In leave. Italian. All right, we're gonna look this and up. And the town he's from, it comes. The name comes from the 14th century during the Black Plague. It means jaws, according to trans- this translation. Oh, Let's see. Exactly. Look at the etymology. Etymology of the word Fauci. Yeah. Okay. Fauci family name means in Italian uh, sickle, and, and it means and it means one who builds sickles and one who cuts. And uh, but then if you go back to the Grim Reaper, the Grim Reaper didn't start carrying a sickle until in it wasn't Italy then. Uh, yep. yeah, yeah, cur- he's confirmed. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it Italian surname derived from Alex so- Jones is always right. word for sickle. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, did you know? About, do you know about the extended state DMT experiments they're doing? Uh, that's the that's the IV drip. Yep. And I told Joe on that show four years ago, about six months before it came out, they broke the news because I pushed them to do it. That it's I, not a corporate party, though. It's a well, university. It's a university. Well, I mean, I knew because my mom knew people that were doing it uh, in the 70s and 80s with the CIA in, in uh, San Francisco at this uh, big uh, 
university group. You know, you know. I guess. But I, mean, I said that on Joe's show before yeah, it ever yeah. came out. Yeah. And, and I was a kid. My, my, my parents were involved. In that, but they had friends that were research scientists, and they were talking about. One time, I was asleep in the back of the Volkswagen when my mom, with her friend, was driving up to uh, to uh, Arkansas to you know travel around and see some cool places. And I'm sitting there in the back of the car listening to this, talking about how. They're having groups of people take this, having the same experience going into these dimensions, talking to these aliens. They believe they're aliens, but that they're they're sneaky, they lie, they're basically demons. Mm. They're like clockwork elves. So I, I'm sitting in the back of the car hearing my mom drive along with somebody who's, you know, I mean, they're talking in front of them. I'm six, seven, eight, nine years old repeatedly. And, they, and so these are research scientists in San Francisco in a university study, you know, at the Psychedelic Research Institute or whatever it's called. I'm, I'm going back from memory. And then it's actually people on different hallucinogenic drips long term going in like mapping everything and then coming out of it writing it all down what they saw then going back trying to communicate and the things always say we want you to kill children why that's, <laughs> like, that, that, that's where you lose me right it's like the weirdest no, thing no I mean that's a, like it, it starts gosh. off with this amazing fantastic journey of like uh, you know through the, the through the back in the war well, back of the, you go through the back of the imagine this why do you think Joseph Mengele did it why do you think okay hold on hold on like, let me, let me, let me what let do you think these people are into is it a story about several children Sauron doesn't want gold he wants children's blood <laughs> Let me tell you a story. A bunch of children are playing hide and seek in their in their family home as their parents are out and about working. When young one of the young children goes to the open the wardrobe to go and hide, but behind in the back of the wardrobe there is no wall. Narnia. And they, and they stumble hold on. They stumble into this amazing winter wonderland where a giant lion rises up and says Bring me the blood of children. <laughs> See, that's where you lose me. Well, no, they want the blood of the lion in that in that story. But uh, I know, I know, I know. It's like you start off with this fantastic journey. It's like it's like they want to meet the interdimensional. Listen, you ask for the proof. Every culture builds pyramids and starts cutting children's hearts out. Everyone, almost every culture. The Druids, the Africa's done it. The point is, in Europe, is, they did it. All over the Druids. Mm-hmm. Whether it was Scotland, Ireland, what's England today, Germany, uh, the Visigoths, what's, what's, what's Switzerland today, there's huge mounds and pyramids. They're in China, everywhere. They did it in and, Asia? They, and they dig into them, and it's children with their hearts cut out. In Asia, too? Yeah, yeah, they, they but they fixed, they stopped doing that as much about 5,000 years ago, but they did it first. But the whole point is, they always take hallucinogens, and then they put a string with obsidian through their tongue, and then just go, Aah! And then cut their genitals See? off. Well, that's that's the highest level for the Aztec priests and others. Oh and finally, then they just commit suicide to the god while they're on drugs. So, so the, the, you know what's really difficult is when you're like Fauci's name means sickle, and then we look it up and it's true. Yeah. But then you say that. Uh, yeah, most cultures finally decline that priest class. Just laughing. The priest, I love this. The priest what class finally this? kill themselves. Look up the Aztecs drawing uh, ropes with with glass through their genitals. <laughs> I'm not going to look that up. And that's Our volcanic glass, in case I, anyone's I, wondering. Yeah, I would recommend you don't look it up. Yeah. You know, no. I've got a feeling right that now. this is... No, no, it's not important. I mean, not you'll, be on the, you'll be at the you know Madrid uh, Museum of Natural History, where they have a whole area of it, and they have carvings that are 500 years old, brought back from uh, from there, of jumbo jets with the windows on it and the two engines. I've got this feeling that the en- that the energy source doesn't want us to do anything. It's just there, and people. It's passing through this this imperfect filter of the human body where we need to eat, we need to destroy to consume to survive. So it's got this taint, and a lot of really powerful people are using. It's like their own warped perception of what they think it's. Is it, yes, is humans it could be projecting because it only hits our lower brain that what it wants us to do is eat children. So, so going back to Stargate, right? 
there's an episode where it's Richard Dean Anderson, by the way, great mm-hmm. actor. He he accidentally gets hooked into very quickly an ancient knowledge repository, which begins downloading all of the ancient information to his brain. But his brain is primitive and can't handle it, so it's actually erasing his cognitive functions. And then he slowly can't talk, and he's so it, you know just kind of like what you guys were saying. You get this this energy from this all powerful or interdimensional higher being. Your brains can't handle that, stuff. and it makes you chop your generals off. Okay. <laughs> And that's actually, no, it also doesn't just say kill kids. It says he tells men, chop your genitals off. That's the transmission you get. And and then they do a final ritual where they, they don't just draw strings with their tongue or cut their ears off. Then they start, they, like, gouge their eyeballs out and and then then slit their throat. But so, you know, looking back at this. The highest level ritual for the high priest is to finally kill themselves. That's why you had some Roman emperors that killed themselves and stuff and they'd already burned down the city. You know, I, I would get in these deep meditative trances in like 2012, 13, and I was hearing, I thought it was God, like, and I would hear like, die. Die. And I was like, what is this voice? What is, it's like this human, it's like it's vibrating in our atmosphere and it's like the collective consciousness is being filtered into words. And they're telling us kill ourselves. That, <laughs> but I, but that's I why Klaus Schwab goes, you will soon be very angry. What we have done is for the earth. Soon they will be angry. And they go, we're all just going to rise up and kill each other. They also tell us. Okay, well, hold on. Schwab is, Schwab is definitely creepy and he's probably a Bond villain. Hmm. Um, I've, I've meditated a fairly decent amount. And I have never heard it, a voice in my head well, tell me to kill It only it. happened let's, between let's, 2011 guys, and guys, 2012. Please. So I'm telling you, it was a very specific period of history where everything was changing, 2011. And it, it must have been a collective, like, that is self- the, le- the least mindful thing that I could well, imagine. I wasn't, yeah. Experiencing it, when I'm trying to be mindful. It was, you remember it was, the Kingsman, though, that, that came out where the billionaire is going to send a signal to their phones to make you kill yourself? The movie, yeah. And that's basically what the Great Reset is to get us to hate each other. I don't think, I don't think that's it. I pull up Klaus Schwab says, we're going to have a very angry time. Everyone's going to be very angry, but we will fix it soon with Great Reset, which is they're doing it all right, 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 to overthrow, right. to cause a revolution. That sounds I, very I, Russian. I, um, I, I, I don't have trouble doing German. I, but he kind of, he's Alex, German, Alex, Alex, Alex. Belgian, wonder, he, he has a mixed creepy. accent. He's creepy. He's I wonder, definitely a, a but I, but hold on, Great Reset. I wonder if you take it. Yeah, the Great Reset never ends. It is a cut. And once the cut happens, it, you'll never go back to normal. Your face looked like him for a second from over here. sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes press two to keep working do not press two just use instacart brian i, I wonder if you so no, so here, here's, here's, let's 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 try and uh, everyone uh we'll do he looks like nosferatu deep, deep breath pull up nosferatu <laughs> deep breaths all right deep breath all right phil keep breathing <laughs> so here's here i'll tell you what i've said about you in the past that <laughs> i said i was gonna be calm you yeah. said you were gonna be calm Come on, man watch this mm. okay there we go oh yeah yeah. You, you, you find a story, and sometimes you'll take this, this, this point of truth and stretch it too much. So, like the Great Reset stuff. Now, there are temples worldwide where everybody murders children and women and finally cuts their genitals off. I, where's the proof of that? I mean, it's everywhere in every anthropological and archaeological. No, 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 I understand in ancient traditions and stuff like that. We and, and the globalists are obsessed with it now. I mean, I mean, this whole the national what? Satan group came out and said killing babies is our sacrament. We do well, it as well, a ritual. Well, hold on, they're talking about abortion. 
Yeah, to, I, to I, use to claim First Amendment religious rights to get around it like Hopi's taking peyote. But no, they but really but, but, mean but, but, it. But hold on. That's what I'm saying about you taking a morsel of truth and stretching it. There's a big difference between a clearly political group using Satan because it offends Christians and then trying to use that to claim. And, and it's also a religious symbol. But I've seen their movie Hell Satan. They and By the end, it's really Satan. But these, these people, the Satan group specifically say they don't believe in Satan, they don't believe in religion, they don't believe in any supernatural entities, the, uh, and the, they're doing the it. No, I know, and so did, so did Anton LaVey, and believe me, they believed in all the that. The Church of Satan is definitely just like edgelords. That's really what they are. They're just like, okay, well, how can we it's not the Church make- of Satan. It's, 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 it's the other group that's really political, the Democrats. It's temple a satanic of, temple. Yeah. Satan, is the, I, They're I, the ones I who are doing on the, Twitter, the, the right? The ones that were just talking about the... Uh, yeah, no, I uh, have a... The, uh, my, my lawyer, stuff. Mark Rondazzo, I think represents them. The point is, that's okay. They get their First Amendment, I get mine. But believe me, believe me, I've taken one look at those people and seen their movie, and the other like, yeah, we just do this, we think it's cool, it's all destructive, they're all very weak, they're seeking after power of this world. But so, I, I look at this group, and you look at their core principles, and I, how much you want to bet, I, I'll read their principles to you to agree with them. No, I know it's human empowerment and all this other stuff. And Autonomy, individual yeah, yeah. rights. Uh-huh. But they support speech. the Democratic Party, which ain't happening. Right, exactly. And they'll and use the one, the one freedom is, oh, your body, but we want you to have forced inoculations. And we don't believe Alex Jones should have free speech. Ask him. So I, I look at the... Because uh, they called my lawyer up and told him, we don't want you to, we don't want you to represent Alex Jones or we're going to kick you, fire They said, fine. The right, they did. Temple did? Yeah, I think that was the group, yeah. The Satanic wow. Temple rep people called your lawyer or what? Yeah, my lawyer represents the biggest Satan group in America. Uh, I mean, one of my right. lawyers. I got a lot of lawyers. But he's one of the top First Amendment lawyers. So oh, if you're okay. going to support people, you got to support them. You know, you know. Right. And, 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 and so the issue is, it's like people rep- representing Larry Flint. I don't like a lot of stuff Larry Flint did, but he published two of my articles that I wrote about 9-11 being an inside job. Uh, and, you know, in, in Hustlers. So, you know, I don't, I don't agree with the whole sex trade and all that kind of stuff, but I'll get my stuff published where I can. Just like people should come on here. It's a venue to talk to millions of people. What the hell is it? Oh, who's there? Who's it going to be on? A bunch of self-righteous, sanctimonious idiots. The left today are actually the, the oppressors of, of information. They're actually the people of their orthodoxy covering up the horrible, evil mega corporations they run. They're totally cold-blooded and again run slave camps all over the world. We can name all their names if they want to fact check. All right. Now we're getting back into modern politics. Yes. You see, so, so look, I, I, I gotta, I, I gotta say it. All, all that stuff you're saying is awesome. You're, you're, well, it's funny. People laugh. <laughs> oh, the right wing, super right wing fake Christians will go, Jones admits his lawyers, the church, no, 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 the no, devil, no, no, no. and it's he's it, with them. They gonna, do that crap too. But who's gonna believe you? Like you're, you're, you come out and you say a whole bunch of stuff without. I could call my lawyer, Mark Rondazzo. I'm not talking about Type in Mark Rondazzo. I'm not, I'm not talking about your lawyer. Temple of Satan or whatever. I'm talking, it is. I'm talking about all the accusations you've made about the temples and the kids and what the Temple of, Set, uh, temple of Satan believes. I don't, I go to their website and I can read their principles. I, I go to their Twitter, I can see what they say. And it's it, like, like Phil's saying, they're edgelords. When you come out and you're yelling that they believe this stuff and they're evil, how do you how do you expect to convince a regular person when you say the most outlandish thing from the get go? It's outlandish that the main Satan group in America is probably not too good. Okay. Yeah, but you when you say specifically they believe X and I know it, but they don't. Well, they, say they did things. court filing saying it is our sacrament to kill these babies, and it's a ritual we do. And I happen to know they've that's bust- true. They've said they said part of their rituals is, is abortion. But I know people that have been involved. At the abortuaries, they even arrested several abortionists because they were doing stuff I'm not going to mention on air with eight-month-old babies, nine-month-old babies. Let's explain yeah, this. Well, Remember hold on, when hold on. I was on Rogan three years ago? Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and it became a big national story. It was a big national story. And I talked about Governor Northam in Virginia, very near to you here in West Virginia. And 
he was saying, well, we make a decision, not with law enforcement or the courts, but with the mother, whether we resuscitate the baby. Mm-hmm. That's a legal term of saying it's not a human. Then they keep it alive, sometimes up to two weeks, to harvest its organs. And I told people they then deliver the baby, sometimes living, to the research facility where they're dissected. They have they have they have boxing matches with the babies uh, while they're. No, this is a video. I, I'm not joking. What? They have the living babies and they boxing match them, and they also have sex with the babies before they kill them at some of these places. And this has come out in the news. This is this. I is, have not seen anything. We we, we cut, I have videos of we, them we with cut, babies boxing. I have videos, uh, and I have the, the federal filings. They're admitting are illegal where how, they get living babies, we, which with still beating hearts at the universities. And then it's come out that some of these abortuaries do rituals with the dead babies <laughs> and have sex with their bodies. You see, like the way people treat baby pigs that work in those slaughterhouses, you become desensitized to the life. Okay, okay, so, I mean, we'll, we got, we got to stop. I'm not, I'm not corroborating. This is, this I'm just pointing so something out. This so far off the rails, Alex. Okay, well, here's the thing. <laughs> we <laughs> no, can no, pull no, it no, Okay, no, let no, me take it no. even further. Yeah. No, <laughs> we're no. going to talk about immigration. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now that you saw it come out in the news the last few months that major universities got babies yes, with yes. beating hearts And this is what I'm saying. And I told you all about it. So That sounds unbelievable, doesn't it? Because it is. We pull up the stories on it. We talked about them on the show, and the way you describe it is like 10 times worse than the actual story, and it's already a bad story. Yeah. So in the story... Delivering babies with still beating hearts. So... I said that years ago. The story that was published said that there were aborted babies up to 40, I think 42 weeks, was it, right? I think so, yeah. Even though the standard pregnancy is 40. And we, and we talk about the news. We talk about the revelation. It came out. Which, which university was doing it? I don't want to get the wrong it's a, They're all doing it, the big ones. But then when you say, like, they're having boxing match, matches with these living babies, that, that's, come on, so man. That's, that's, that's no, no, I mean, I, there's video of it. Well, <laughs> where do people remember Alex kind of Jones stuff? is always right? No, no, no listen. No, I, I, listen, I tell you all this. Listen. This is why she didn't want to come on the show. <laughs> they had groups. That, listen. Shoe's mistake. I'm glad, man. I know. I'm glad you're here. I'm happy to be here. Listen, guys, I, I swear to you, you can pull this up. If you want, I can send you the video. You don't want to show it on air. That's why they got in trouble. They've arrested some of these people. They they busted people in multiple states. I've seen the news articles for things I don't want to even mention on air, bro. Every culture ends up going down this road. How did we get from like the left and the right to talking about all this crazy nonsense? Well, I mean, you gave the reins to Alex Jones. No, you're That's supposed how. to be here helping. <laughs> Basically, oh, I am here for the ride. We were talking about how like he's, just, he's like, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I just like help myself. Alex Jones is going to be there. I am going to get a front row seat. Let's not, let's not talk about the most awesome <laughs> that I have seen in ages, and here I am, just like. Yeah. Go. You're awesome. Listen, right listen now. to this. Major big tech companies are the main users of slave labor of Uyghurs. Three million of them, including Buddhist and Christian, are also held in China. It's all been in the news many years ago. Now it's all mainstream news. And these very groups lecture us about what words we use or our speech. And, oh, you know, this one company that's symbol is an apple with a bite out of it uh, says, oh, Alex Jones has been curated off the Internet. It was the right thing to do. Last time I checked, I didn't lie about WMDs in Iraq. I didn't run slave camps in China with suicide nets around the buildings. And so we were having trouble believing that some of the people that do abortions, some doctors that do abortions, believe in it. They think it's a service. I can see their perspective. And, and, and they got a hard job. Okay, and I paid for abortion, so I'm not a uh, hypocrite in this many, many years ago, and I haven't done it since, and I've repented of it. The point is, I don't blame people that are deceived about it or don't understand the big picture or poor or scared or whatever. I, God judges the heart. What I'm telling you is, is that I've sat there and looked at the news articles where they arrest 
these uh, some of these abortionists because their own nurses will blow the whistle on them and they're just doing ungodly things because some people that want to be there killing babies or killing fetuses well, all day long, s- some of them are into sick, freaky stuff, is what I'm saying. It's like some of right, the slaughterhouses. So, so, let me tell you, this is one of the problems. I, 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 I talk to a lot of people, a lot of different political beliefs, and a lot of people who like to say, you know, this group is doing that, and I'm like, instead of saying... This particular group does this thing. Is it possible to say that the person who does this thing happens to be part of a particular group? I think that's totally reasonable. I think a lot of the Satanists get into it to be edgy and to say, hey, we're super libertarians. The screw by telling us what to do. We're going to be shocking. But I'm also telling you that there are a lot of predators and sickos that get involved in those groups. And anybody getting involved in it is crazy. There was a Huffington Post article like uh, six months before anybody even came out uh Who's the who's the actress that first exposed Weinstein? Now she's all Rose over the place. McGowan. Rose, McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yeah, Rose McGowan. Six months before Rose McGowan went public, I said uh, about Harvey Weinstein and people like him in Hollywood that they abuse and do all sorts of stuff to women because I've been told about it by people that were involved and saw it. And I said they have cults where they brand women and all this other stuff in New York. I've been told that by people that I know they're very high level in Hollywood. And then it all came out six months later. I, I talked Nixium. about. I talked about Harvey Weinstein 10 years before anybody else did. So this stuff's actually out there. It comes out in court cases. It come, and, and that's what I cover. But so, so a lot of these stories that we have, we eventually do expose, like Nixium, for instance, it's, you know, weird and creepy, but. Well, it's a gateway into things. They were, they were, get, they were dominating and controlling women for their money. And they were teaching them to starve to death and not even have enough calories to be able to think straight so they could then be turned into intelligence operatives to infiltrate other rich people and suck their money. So that was just purely turning women into zombies to 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 uh, uh, you know, use them as slaves. Do you know who Nikki Klein is? I've heard the name. She's been on Twitter. She's been outspoken about this. A lot of people on the right retweet her. She was a part of Nixium, and she says it's all manipulation and fake news. The media's lying for a sensational story and all that stuff. <laughs> well, and I guess Harvey Weinstein's nice, too. Well, she didn't say that. Well, but, but, I mean, it's all part of the same. It, it's all pa- People get into that Hollywood and things. A lot of them, not because they want to make art or whatever, uh, like Orson Welles, uh, they, they get into it because they want to dominate and control people and have power over people. And so I'm not saying everybody in Hollywood's evil. I'm just saying you look at what the art they put out and what they do. It shows a very sick mind. So we I actually was at, um, I think it was at CPAC. I think it was CPAC. I'm not sure. Maybe it wasn't. But I met some people from Nixium. At the time, I didn't know what Nixium was. I don't think they weren't particularly prominent. But they had uh, a news organization called The Knife. They called it The Knife of Socrates. I think that's what it was. And they said their goal was to fact-check the fake news to stop the lies. That was their organization. Later, we found out, oh, these are part of the Nixium cult. Like, all that news that was coming out, you know, they called it the Nixium cult. And now, Nikki Klein has become particularly prominent, speaking out, saying the media lied about everybody. They're manipulating everybody. It's fake news. Well, and, and that's, again, just because the media, you were saying before the show, just be, and you were saying it, just yeah. because some, the media lies doesn't mean everybody that says, oh, I'm good because the media lies doesn't mean they're good. Right, right. So, I, mean, I mean, when I tell you the stuff I just told you, I could dig up the articles about stuff like that. I could send you the footage. I think we should talk about America. Now, let's not talk about negative stuff anymore. Yeah. We, 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 we tried Screw starting off babies. with just talking about modern political issues. Screw those the next thing babies. I know, Thomas Jefferson. Give him the Moloch. Next thing I know, Thomas Jefferson's leading the Illuminati. I know, right? Did, did you look up Aztec priests would, would drag uh, ropes no. with obsidian through their... We're already on look, a look, list, look. Alex. Here, here, I'll, tell, I'll tell you the issue. <laughs> oh, no, I'll talk about the Aztec. You're, 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 you're so far off of what we can actually discuss in, in, in depth when you talk about that stuff. Oh, well, let's talk about how you, we, uh, how you moved out here and how it's great and the exodus <laughs> out of the big cities yes. and, and how people are taking power back into their own hands. 
uh, and how this whole forced vaccination movement is about a global ID. They're going to tie to carbon taxes uh, to totally control us. You need a PowerPoint, you know what I mean, to do like a five-hour step one, step two, step three. I agree. Show the articles because right now I can just tell you I hear a bunch of stuff that, that that's like so far out there I can't even fact check. Or I need a crystal ball. Look at that. Oh, Quartz yeah. crystal. This is your secret power. I, I actually believe that you I are can the see the future ball. with this. Fact check that. No, I can't see the future with this. <laughs> your bones right. are made of crystal as well. That's right. I don't Vibrating think alongside are. those crystals. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I love today. Only on this show. You gotta start talking, man. What are you doing? I I'm can't gonna, get a word in edgewise. I'm gonna be quiet for five minutes. Go ahead. All right, all right. We all got right. this. Hi, how you doing? Um, so, <laughs> how about that border? Oh yeah. Oh, how about oh that my border? god. Let's let's oh, let's let's, yeah. let's talk about uh, what's going on on I here. Pre- so, I want to preface this. I'm generally an open borders kind of dude. Like, mm. I really think that there should be. The getting into the U.S. should be a lot easier. There should be there shouldn't be uh, the waiting list and stuff like that. It should be easier. I do think the U.S. has the right to to say we're going to accept these people and or accept this person and not accept this person. Um, but what's going on at the border? That's that's a lot of people that are in a precarious situation. That's mad living, uh, living under a bridge like that's rough. So oh, and more more caravans have shown up. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we the the uh, the guys from Fox down there are putting up more and more videos. Yeah. They're just people just walking in. Tens of thousands showed up in Reynosa, two hundred plus miles away, going to McAllen. Is is the is the biggest part of that story or this story? Is it the people coming uh, to the border that are you know being essentially just disregarded by the the federal government, or is it? The federal government's response is it the FAA saying that you can't have drones in the air to cover and, it up, yeah. and yeah, that was and Biden. the fact that that he reversed you know, it though. Kamala Harris had talked about being in charge of the border and has has not been down there to look at this at all. Uh, I I really feel like as much as uh, I feel for the people that are at the border and stuff, I feel like the big part of the story is the administration's lack of a response, unpreparedness. Um, and I mean, honestly, ineptitude. They're, they're I, I don't not know if, I don't, I don't know if an, ineptitude is even the right word because they know there's a problem and they're not doing anything about it. Now you've got this video of these uh, these border patrol guys on horseback, and one guy was apparently like whipping one of the. It was a lasso. It was a lasso. That's it, what yeah. I thought it was. I wow. thought it was a lasso. You're trying to lasso. It, that's crazier. That's, that's <laughs> it's crazy, but what? it's better than whipping. Oh, for sure. It is. Well, what you, here's the deal. In Russia, you cross the border, they shoot you. Or North Korea. I'm not saying we should shoot these people, but you have to understand the third world's collapsing. It, they already broke Europe's borders, the very same UN group. That's what's directing this, and, and it's beyond uh, just uh, scientific neglect on purpose to break. You're our five borders. sentences in, and we're we're edging real close to Illuminati. <laughs> you start talking about e, the EU, and I know where you're heading. I, I, I know where you're heading. I'm giving you all the real knowledge. Here's what happened: Biden in March, early March of 2000 said, if I win the election, immediately surge the border. And then now they've basically been letting everybody in. They say they have flights to border people. It's barely happening. They're letting in unaccompanied men. They're letting criminals so in. He didn't say that verbatim. Like, what did he, what did he exact really? words. He said, if, he said, he said, he said, when I win the election, all of you that want to come to the United States as, as, as refugees immediately surge the border. Just type in Biden. Biden called for migrants to immediately surge the border. There's a video. It was in the debate with Trump. And he also did a press conference and said it again. Yeah, but Kamala said, don't come. After. And then they meme the crap out of it. That was after, though. And it was hilarious. There was also a Chicago Tribune article about it. 
it's important to look at the, the response that is important because we're Americans. We have control. We have some sense semblance of control, but also the, just the fact that economic migra- when economics start to falter, you're going to see mass surges of immigration right. and migration, which is extremely dangerous for a species. So we got to look at it systemically. Let's, uh, let's fact check you, Alex. Mm. He thinks he can come on this show and start spouting these things as if we can't fact check the guy. Okay, mm. Alex, how about this? From the Chicago Tribune. Biden called for the border surge. <laughs> I got the audio right here. I know, I have it. He's always got... right. Yeah. Well, no, watch. Well, not always right. I make mistakes. Here we go. We got some. Oh, here we go. Look, loose. <laughs> well, it's out of co- it's out of context, but he's talking about the southern border. No, that's what you're saying. It's not out of context. Oh, let me just read the quotes. All right, yes. So <laughs> I, I I Google searched it. Chicago Tribune. Ramos, are you prepared to say tonight that you and President Barack Obama made a mistake on deportations? Why should Latinos trust you? Biden answered, criticizing Donald Trump's handling of migrants, saying, "Quote: I would in fact make sure that there is that we immediately surge to the border." All those people people see, are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says, if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. Flee they did, and the article goes on, and come they did surging. Some came wearing Biden t-shirts reading, Biden, please let us in. Mm-hmm. So, and again, it's one thing if you're a real <laughs> refugee. They just call everybody that gets there legal. I've had my team down there, and I've been down there three times this year. My team's been down there like 10 times at least. And we're going back. I mean, it is literally road warrior. Mm. I mean, it is crazy town. And, and let me tell you, you, the Border Patrol gets shot at, they get attacked, and they get told, okay, at least stop people and put them under this bridge or over here. And so, yeah, how do you stop people when you're in swamps and weeds and they're running through with a bag on their back? You're supposed to stop them. And so the guy's got a lasso. That's a desert down there. It's not a swamp. Uh, what's the Rio Grande River? It's, 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 I promise. The river? I, I, I was your- just there. Okay. He's fact-checking me. Hey. I mean, it's uh, Texas is, is no, no. well Texas. Yeah. You're West right. Texas. You're right. right. It's, it's, it's like a 300-mile border mm-hmm. with Mexico. <laughs> and by the time you get out west, it's totally Big Ben's beautiful. It looks like a spaghetti western. But that's our big – it's like California has a valley. It's called the valley. And it's, it's a lot of it's big trees, swamps, rivers, uh, uh, onions. Uh, uh, onions. Strawberries. Uh, potatoes are grown down there. Uh, that was just so random. Big trees, swamps, onions, potatoes. Yeah. No, no, it's a, <laughs> onions are awesome. Uh, grapes, uh, citrus, lemons, limes, oh, yeah. grapefruit. Yeah. I mean, okay. it, it's farmland. The, it's the third yeah. largest citrus producer in North America. So you got Florida and California, California, then Florida, then third largest is the is the Rio Grande Valley. You know, you know, what I think we're going to do here. I think we're going to fact check the Rio Grande Valley, third largest citrus producer in the United States. We're gonna we're gonna put on a couple onions in a pot every day just to get those caramelized onions just throughout the day. You know how they do that at diners. Yeah, I think we should do that. No, but seriously, I'm gonna be quiet for five minutes now. Hey, we- <laughs> yeah, Texas is the third largest producer of citrus. Well, this yes. says it's Texas, <laughs> but it, you're saying Alex the majority of which is grown in the Rio yeah. Grande Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Get him sure some caffeine. So, Al- Alex, it's no. Texas. It's, they say that Texas is the third largest producer of citrus. Majority of which is grown in the Rio Grande Valley. What, what's what's that stuff you take to fall asleep? Melatonin. 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 Can you guys get Alex a melatonin? <laughs> Not hey, that I sleep, told you just... we're the third largest citrus producer. I get what he thinks. Everybody thinks what That's they right. think. They think it's a desert. Half of it's a desert. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm just saying that you're, like, I think you're already caffeinated. You but know see, I mean? they think I'm making this up. I'm not, you know, what I'm saying is reality is way crazier than people know. That's, that's yeah. amazing. I, 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 yes and no. I think reality is fairly routine, and I think people want to believe they live in a magic, like there's fantasy, there's an adventure, there's a, there's a dragon they gotta slay, and in reality it's like, 
you wake up, you tend to your chickens and your tomatoes and you eat them. I agree that the farmer way is the purest way, but then farmers have to get together and go to war Mm -hmm. because the goblin forces sometimes go over the hill and attack you. And that's why we have freeworldnews.tv. I've noticed this phenomenon when people get super rich, like billions, and then they start to like get rudderless. Like what, what else is there to do? And then their minds start to wander. And I hear like very, very wealthy people get into the occult because of this. Like they're just like, they look for like out there, like, oh, it's real. So yeah, I don't not, put anything not, past not the, what's crazy the, these days. The yeah, Led Zeppelin I mean, got we, into it. Can we, can, we, can we just not deviate off of I'd like facts talk, and proof. I would talk, prefer. We're talking about with borders and the republic and the strength of the union. And uh, oh, yeah, So anyway, some, I feel now that sometimes... Back to the breaking I of the feel, border by design. I feel that sometimes people get rich. They start to wonder about like what what is there to do. And then they become grandiose megalomaniacs who think they can use their money. Like Jeff Bezos divorces his wife. Mackenzie Bezos puts billions of dollars into critical race theory and other insane ideologies. Well, that's to create division and enslave us. I mean, that whole act is, oh, we're liberal, we love you, but then they take their money offshore and basically pay almost no taxes, but then they fund critical race theory because they're hiding behind black people. If you see all the main corporate sponsors now, it's black people. people go, oh, I want to be nice to black people. No, that's a big, giant, ruthless corporation behind that. Actually, I, I saw, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that Black Lives Matter was actually going to protest that store where the hostess got into a fight with those with those black women. So the did, so, they, did they? You said they're going to, or do they? They, still they announced a to? protest. Are they going? Yeah. So Hank Newsom, he's the Black Lives Matter guy in New York, <clears throat> announced they're going to be protesting this. Uh, was it called Carmen's or something? Yeah, something. Like so that. basically, there were five women. I think they were all black women, and they tried to go into a restaurant. The hostess apparently told them their vaccine cards were not real. Now, I believe that hostess was probably wrong, and I believe she was being racist. I genuinely think this, because if their vaccine cards really were fake, don't you think after the fight, the cops would have checked and been like, whoa, forgery cards, you're under arrest. They didn't do that. Here's what I think. You see that viral video of the black family, and they're getting checked by the— by Kicked the, out in New York. It's terrible because they, because they don't have the vaccine card. But he points out while he's filming, he's like, all these other people, you didn't ask any of them for their vax cards. I believe it. Because they keep saying in New York— that uh, uh, black, the black community is the least likely to be vaccinated. Because of Tuskegee. They don't trust the government. But, but regardless of that, they keep saying in the press, the black community are the least likely to be vaccinated. So what happens? Racial profiling. You're right. There's this restaurant, and some black women show up. They say, here's our vax cards. And the lady says, no, that's fake. You can't come in. Because they've already basically demonized. I, I agree. I think black folks are very, very smart. Not to trust uh, medical tyranny when something's being forced on you. I think their instincts are right. No, but these are women who were vaccinated. I, I understand. And the restaurant lady. I was talking about. I was talking about the black family. Well, they they cited a religious exemption. Yeah, but but uh, oh, by the way, have you heard now? Uh, Biden is talking about they will decide what's a religious exemption and not. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise well, thereof. Well, Biden's That's the, the First Amendment. No, no, I'm sorry. Alec, Biden is the sovereign. He, de- he he decrees, and it is so. Can you repeat the great thing when I interviewed you today for my own little podcast? Which part? Uh, uh, out there in your green room, when I inter- your actual natural... <laughs> green you mean? Yeah. The great points you made about Biden are true. The three ways he's becoming a dictator. Well, yeah. so I said that the republic has fallen. Uh, and it's, it's, I, I did say this on my show earlier, but for those that didn't hear it, so there's, 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 it's hard to know exactly where the line is when you can say the, the Republic has fallen, but I think we can see it now. And the way to describe it is like a supernova. You, uh, it happens. And we don't know for how many millions of years until the light finally reaches us. Oh, look, a supernova happened. 10 years, 10 million. So the collapse happened. And now we're, we're gradually, the light is making its way to us, but it already happened. So let me explain. Exactly. The borders are collapsing. So, all of it. right. So the first thing I'll, I'll say is keep in mind the borders. But before I get to the borders, I'll, I'll say this. And, and everybody who watches probably heard me say something similar, but we are, there, there is no separation of powers anymore. 
Joe Biden violated uh, the separation of powers bypassing Congress by enacting the first eviction moratorium, which stood for like what was like a year, basically. Where the CDC says you don't have to pay your rents, but it, most people only have one rental property and they go bankrupt if right. you don't. These are retirees. So what, what Biden did with that executive order was effectively seize private property from the public without any resistance at all and no checks. But so that bypass, it's an act of Congress. The Supreme, there's a lawsuit. The Supreme Court says, Biden, this is an illegal ruling. You can't do it. So you know what Biden did? I'm going to reenact it again anyway, thus bypassing the legislature twice and the Supreme Court. But he did it again with the new OSHA rule and the vaccine mandates. Once again, the sovereign has decreed and everyone in this country, not everybody, most of these businesses just go along with Which it. Which makes now, it criminal bullying. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get to the, the, the better points. What can you do? You That's as, you, compliance. You, you as a peasant can petition the courts and say, I have been wronged by the sovereign decree. And if the court agrees with you being wronged, they perhaps may tell the sovereign, try again. And then he does it again. And then he does it again. And what did the Democrats do? The Democrats are trying to use a budget bill to give citizenship to non-citizens. Now, the Senate parliamentarian says, you can't do that. And what does the left say? The Senate parliamentarian is is wrong and it's tyranny. I don't know. I think the Senate parliamentarian does sound, it sounds crazy that someone can be like, you can't pass a bill. But for the Democrats to be like, instead of negotiating with the Republicans, because they're the minority and we don't have to, they use workarounds because we have two distinct cultures in this country fighting for centralized power and a sovereign at the top who's ruling by decree. How do you know the Republic has fallen? With all of that being said, illegal immigrants are walking back and forth between the southern border for carry out. When it can be so casual... They can go to get tacos and then walk back into the U.S. and then go back for tacos again the next day. There's no border. There's no jurisdiction. The the the, the president is ruling by decree in complete defiance of, of, of our laws, our norms, our traditions. And the left says the right's radicalized for rejecting it while they support rule by decree from Cuomo, you know, from Wolf, from Gretchen Whitmer, from from Newsom. And they and they reelect Newsom. So how do we counter that? Well, I don't know how familiar you are, familiar you are with, uh, James Lindsay's work at New Discourses, but he talks a lot about, um, an essay by a guy, uh, named Herbert Marcuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was called, uh, what is it? Uh, I forget the name of it. Liberal Tolerance or not, not Liberal Tolerance. That was a, a book by, uh, Jonah, Jonah Goldberg, I think. Uh, Repressive Tolerance. That's what it was. Uh. And essentially, um, it's, it's the thought process that, the left generally says that anything that is done by people of the left is acceptable and they'll make excuses for it. And the right, anything that's done by the right has to be shut down even before there's any action taken. So even conversations about what would be considered right-leaning ideas, those must be shut down. And anything that the left does, that's why you saw all last year Antifa and, and the riots that were going on throughout the U.S., the whole of the liberal media and stuff was making making excuses making mostly excuses, saying it's okay because it was it was it was from the left mostly peaceful and then yeah exactly <laughs> and then anything that the right does is made to seem as terrible as possible and and that's part of why anything that Donald Trump did got enormous amounts of criticism. And January 6th is a great juxtapose because that was wrong what happened. A few people got out of hand. I've said it was wrong day one. But then they're like saying, whoever says demonstrations are peaceful and go yeah. out and harass people, go out and attack them. They said that. And then they I'm did. there trying to stop people and the left are putting bounties out to have me arrested. That's a great that point. Cuomo. Yeah. Chris Cuomo on CNN, right? Who says Chris protests got to be peaceful? Uh-huh. And that dude was like, yeah. it's the First Amendment. 
Just and, and, but, Ma- but Maxine Waters had said the same thing: go out and harass uh, politicians, and go to you know go and harass them when they're eating or whatever. And that has always been minimized and said. Oh, people say, oh, it's okay, or it's not that big of a deal, or they make excuses. Um, that book that was uh, in defense of looting. All that stuff oh, yeah. has been. All of this is a pattern that's undeniable. That's that makes it very clear that if you are of a left-leaning opinion or if you're in service to left-leaning goals, it is okay whatever you want to do. It's there. You're not going to get criticism. You're going to have the vice president raising money to help bail you out. So here's the question. That's what, that's what Kamala Harris Here's did. the question. Where does that go then? Why is the establishment and the big corporations funding that move? What are they planning to do? What are they wanting out of this? I think that they, that really what it boils down to is it's the easiest path to uh, authoritarian, some type of authoritarian control or more power to the federal government. We've got the largest government in human history. And you, if you think that, that the government isn't interested in affecting what you're allowed to think, exactly. because that's what they're, that's what they, they do. They want to destabilize things and have a limited civil war. So then they crack down on everybody and well, the left only, doesn't get that. Not only that, but you look at, look at what happened with, with Nicki Minaj recently, right? So she says things that are either off the wall or wrong or, or whatever. And the White House is reaching out saying, we'll have someone. Why on earth would the are White House? Are they so afraid of somebody having free speech? And of, 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 why would they be, why would they, Make time for someone that has a bad opinion or a wrong opinion that they'll actually have the White White House reach out to them. Obviously, it's because she throws a wrench in the narrative that they're trying to promote. But the idea that the White House is so interested in trying to control what people think. It's very un-American and very dangerous. It's really dangerous. I I agree totally. It's very, very dangerous. And you brought this up before, and, and, and so did you before we came up here. And this is something I didn't even know about. Because I read a lot of news. And I heard people saying, did you hear how certain people at, at, at my office like a week ago, Alex, talk about how Facebook, they're like handing me piles of papers, and I was busy and didn't read it, how Facebook has five-plus million people that are that live under other rules than the other three billion people that are on there. So when you told me, I looked it up, there's the Wall Street Journal, how there's a secret elite who they have speech but nobody else does. Yeah, we got to hear from uh, CNBC. Facebook shields millions of VIP users from standard moderation protocols. They would have to, if if uh, you know, we we we've been talking a lot about tech behind the scenes for fun. because they can override the censor because they have their own platform. Well, so it's if you want an outcome, if you want to control for an outcome, then it can't be truly random. So we were talking about like lotteries. So lottery games, scratch your tickets. They're not random. They can't be. So there has to be an algorithm, an underlying algorithm, because if if you want to control for the outcome and make sure only X amount of people win, so you retain more money than you spend, it can't be random. Sure, the house always wins in the end. So when it comes to Facebook and guarding the VIPs, it's really simple. They need a certain set of political discourse they deem acceptable, the controlled outcome. But of course, these people are going to say things that are breaking the rules, which is why on Twitter, it's very obvious. On Twitter, the left breaks the rules over and over and over again, but it's acceptable. So Twitter is doing the same thing Facebook does. When we learn that Facebook has VIP users, should I be surprised? It was what, three, almost, was over three years ago? I showed Vijaya Gade and Jack Dorsey themselves yeah. the Antifa account that was like, go here and do these things. And they were like, we're not taking it down. Like they left it up. They, do, they banned people who responded to it. But the tweet from the left calling for violence was allowed to remain. And isn't that the ultimate form of bullying when you've got big corporations with paramilitary groups out 
firebombing things, and then they tell people that aren't even. I'm not even thinking of myself as a conservative. I don't think you do. As like, it's kind of a what mainline kind of populist liberal journalist. And then you look at them, and they're all wrapped in this mantle. They control everything, and they're going to keep you safe while they've got factories with suicide nets around them. And it's just, it's just, it's preposterous. Well, but, you and, know, then, and then the CNNs and and the, and the New York Times says I should be banned for stuff I've said out of context. But they purposely lie about WMDs, and then millions of people die from starvation. There's two things to consider, uh, two potentialities. If it's true that there is a, a cabal that has as much power as they do and they're running things for a specific reason, why would this show be allowed to exist? Well, that's because still a lot even of the establishment are, fro- are pro-free speech, and this is a process. And the last time I was here, you actually taught me something really smart. And if you go back to that dialectic you were discussing about how there's a wheel and how the reason you're being left alone right now is because they haven't moved the wheel yet until you're not acceptable, and then it's the next group and the next group. So I was the guy... Four years ago, they taught us she's got to be banned, and then and and then you know down the road it'll be you. And that's why you're smartly building your own infrastructure, your right. own plan. Joe went to Spotify to do kind of the same thing. I've done the same thing with Band Video, which they've banned that link, so it's FreeWorldNews.tv, and and so that's really the Renaissance is always moving away from the empire, trying to set something up free, or it's always free for a while, and then we become what we ran from. Yes. So the other point I was going to say is that. Well, so there's actually, I'll say another point on that, but I was going to say there's two things. One is, why would they allow this to happen? Well, it's it's one potential potential answer is, as I described it to you last time, for those that aren't familiar, there's a wheel, and you've got right wing, center right, centrist, center left, and left. And when I started, they called me left wing, even with the same opinions I have now, like saying, like, I like universal health care. I think there's problems with implementing it. I'm pro-choice. My political opinions are relatively the same. Then all of a sudden, they started calling me a centrist. Now they're calling me right wing. You're, you've been banned. Steve Bannon's far right. Tucker Carlson's now far right. Eventually the wheel will turn again and I'll become, you know, far right. And then once that happens, they just, they, they lop off the one side. And then it's Nazi at the end. Edition. But the other, the other potentiality is, uh, I don't know, I don't know the quotes from, I don't know if it's Michael's, Michael Mouse's quote. If, uh, uh, if they were winning, the propaganda wouldn't be necessary. Oh, I totally agree. Listen, they can't do too much and turn us all against them. That's already kind of happening. So that's the real answer. And there's also different power structures in the elite. There are billionaires and people out there that aren't tyrants and, and, and that believe in America. So it's really a handful of really ruthless select corporations that uh, Klaus Schwab used to run the Bilderberg Group. And I remember it wasn't until 10, 11 years ago the media would even admit Bilderberg Group exists. People would say, Alex, that that's doesn't exist. That's the weird thing. And then he went and he asked Davos, which is the public arm of that, and he used to run the UN Biological uh, Diversity System. So he's really the head of the UN program, and so it's a corporate takeover through fake leftist ideas. The crazy thing to me is that during Occupy Wall Street, Bilderberg was a conspiracy theory. Yes. And then a few years later, it was like, ah, Bilderberg, Bilderberg who cares? You know, it's whatever. Well, they got smart instead of just denying it existed. Because we, I mean, I remember the New York Times That's- like 12 years ago. We were meeting in Chantilly, Virginia, Bilderberg. We stayed in the hotel till they closed it. The King of Spain got there. They saluted him. I got out, and there were Marines there guarding it in plain clothes. They flipped out. They had helicopters, Secret Service. So they went to my hotel, threatened me, all this stuff. It was insane. Uh, pulled a fire alarm on us, said we did it. At the other hotel we were staying at, did, did it one at the one we were there. It's a long story. The New York Times said Alex Jones was in a field in Virginia imagining helicopters and men with sunglasses. I put out a film called Endgame that showed all the footage in multiple countries. It took me four years to make in Europe, in Canada, and then in the U.S. Put the film out, and they're literally in the New York Times saying Jones is insane, having a full-on hallucination, 
at a Chantilly, Virginia conference hotel. Okay, so I mean, I have, I mean, I'm seeing the King of Spain. I'm getting video of 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 the Queen of the Netherlands. I have the video. Okay, and, and then they're saying it doesn't exist. You know, you know what the hard part is. There's the assumption that the collapse is on purpose, that all the problems are seeing on purpose, and then the assumption that Joe Biden is just a, a crackpot who's fumbling and destroying everything. And well, they do that on purpose, so you think he's doing it all while you're losing your freedom, losing your borders, globalism but, 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 coming hold, hold in, on, and then he's. On. So let's think about the ramifications of what's been happening over the past couple of years. People working remote. Good thing or bad thing? Good, generally, I think. Decentralization. Yes, they just shouldn't have the right to make us do it. I agree. Authoritarianism is bad and that, we, that we're supposed to have, uh, you know. They want to teach us that we don't have the right to mobility. But I agree, a mix of it's good. But see, they get a lot of people on board with their martial law saying, hey, don't you agree with telecommunicating? Uh, telecommuting. Well, so this is, one of the reasons this is good is it's going to make sure that parents are with their kids. Now more kids are going to be actually being taught by yeah homeschooling, but not not just that. The kids are going to be watching their parents. Work. Studies show if you're highly educated or highly informed and active. I mean, like you have you have a competent crew here and people that that'll make you better. That doesn't make the average person better. It's breaking down. Production's going way down. That's why they're trying to get people back into the buildings because you need to have that synergy of groups of people. Yeah, we need to go away from working hourly now and work towards project completion. So it doesn't matter how long you take. You're working Here's, from home. Take your time. That, get that, it done. That you only get works. In, that'll only work in certain certain circumstances, though. There's but, certain but, things. Project completion, like that, doesn't work for for uh, you know every circumstance. So, yeah, so most let's, people let's, can't do it. I mean, most people aren't top three or four podcasters like you are, or or, or you know successful musicians. I mean, it's I'm sorry. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, people uh, uh, dispersing off of cities. Good. People being around their kids. Good. People learning personal responsibility, good. People experiencing hardship can suck, but good. Necessary. Yeah, so now we're seeing a lot of things that are bad because of the authoritarianism. And I think, you know, if we, we can be pessimistic about it, we can obviously resist the authoritarianism, make sure they don't do anything that's like, I mean, they're doing a lot of things that are destructive. And I mean, what I mean by they, I mean just like various special interests in corporations sure. that are buying up properties, that are hurting the little guy. There's a, there's, a, there's a big challenge in this because, you know, one of the things that we were talking about, Alex, before the show is something called windshield phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yes, Which, that's because uh, you tell it better than I do. I want you to repeat that. We've talked about it before, but it's basically if you go driving, you get less bugs on your windshield. And so it was really interesting to hear you talk about it because you sound like you're concerned about overpopulation and climate change when, when I ask you about this stuff. Not well, necessarily like... I am absolutely concerned about the environment and conservation, and I have drive all over Texas. And I remember 20 years ago... Back when I was a child, whether it was in the fall, whether it was in the spring of the summer, your car would be caked with bugs. And now I drive out to our East Texas property uh, where I go quite often. And I mean, I'll drive in the springtime when they used to be the most bugs. They're all hatching. And there's like two bugs on my windshield. Yeah, it used to be, I used to have to pull over at gas stations twice and clean <laughs> the dead bugs off. Yep. There used to be bees everywhere. So definitely we're killing the planet. But the very globalists that are telling us to give them control over our lives are the ones that are saying, oh, we're just going to transcend and merge the machines. We'll make a thousand planets. We, we're we're going to rewrite the entire earth. They're on a power trip. They're going to become gods. I mean, Ray Kurzweil talks about it, all of them. Now, I don't believe in gods yet. I'm going to become one. And so they're the very ones that are handing out all the weapon systems and the ones that are you know doing all these things. 
trying to keep people dumbed down and poor to control us. And then they tell us, oh, give up your life force, give up your own life, because it'll save the earth. You're going to live in austerity. You're not essential. You live in a 200-square-foot coffin apartment while they live in giant palatial mansions on the ocean telling you the sea level is going to rise and you're going to die, when really that's not what's going on. What's going on is they're saying, oh, you're bad for the earth, so you shouldn't have a life force. You need to just crawl in a hole and die so we can inherit the earth. We need to admit the earth's in trouble, has problems, come together, innovate with real technologies, but they don't. They call those disruptive technologies. All the real stuff they've got, they've been suppressing. That's a whole other conversation. I think that humanity for our inception or for the long time has been super racistly annihilating other life on Earth, like the Neanderthals, all these Neanderthals. I imagine humans wiped out the, the Homo florensis, the Neanderthals. We wipe out all these animals. We're in this mass extinction because for safety. We need. We don't want to die to some saber Yeah, that's like people on a ranch. It's like they just, when my dad was a child, they killed the last wolf in the county. And they would like get all the permission to go over over 20 people's property. They'd be hunt all night in the freezing cold and finally spotlight it and kill it. My dad said he felt sorry for it and because they just they had an instinct. We had to kill every varmint. Ah, we had to get everything. Since, since we've invented radio and TV and been able to watch ourselves and learn about what we are, what I am, we, we've gained this new level of consciousness where it seems like people really care about our species and the earth in a new way. I completely disagree. I really think that just because we've been able to... Just because we had technological advances, I don't think human beings are any in any way significantly different than they were a thousand years ago. Evolutionarily, there has been nothing that has forced human beings to change. We, as soon as we, as soon as we attain the ability to affect our circumstances are our, our surrounding as soon as we became able to clothe ourselves feed ourselves we just got weaker our, yeah it, well i don't i'm not maybe that that's arguable but their evolution doesn't work without some kind of outside force right like so humans haven't evolved because there hasn't been a reason for us to well, evolve we, since we, we've been able to to you know, since the, our thumbs and our brains allowed us to create the world around us. Well, do you call it evolve or devolve? Because we've definitely changed. What about just evolve? Mm. Well, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Of, so, like the way that evolution works, or at least my you know layman understanding is, it takes an outside uh, pressure, and it usually happens in big jumps because there's a big pressure. Sure, it ta- but it still it takes an outside pressure to make right, yeah. make you know a species or or an organism evolve. As soon as human beings became able to create things, uh, you know, whether it be, and I'm thinking before the industrial revolution, probably as soon as we, but the key is we we change our environment, we, we exactly we terraform, we, we control our environment as opposed to having to adapt to our environment. So I'm not, I really don't think that people are are significantly different now um, than they were, and that's what know, the globalists are doing is they are using our our ability to work with tools and change our environment for us to trick us into an environment that will extinct this because they believe they're making this new homo sapien that's going to merge with machines and transcend. That's their transhumanist religion, and, and they have a real religion that, that they're going to use us like rocket boosters on the space shuttle to get into orbit, so th- and then we're going to fall well, away. So you talk about, well, you're talking about religion, and, and there's that's that's one of the things that I think is not different. People, t- people tend to say, and, and I'm referencing what Ian was talking about, humans have evolved to this different space, or to a di- we've, we've become aware, and et cetera, et cetera. And I don't think that we have, and I I think that that religion and the way that people treat the state nowadays is evidence of that. So 
They make religion, the religion, religion is religion is ubiquitous with human beings, right? Every every society throughout all of human history has had some form of religion. So it's not just that a society came up with it. It's that religion goes hand in hand with human beings, even you know societies that are are separated by you know different times, different areas and stuff, or different places on the planet that never had any kind of interaction. They all had religion, and nowadays people have almost have basically assumed that the state is their religion as you know when Nietzsche said God, uh, God is dead that was you know that wasn't some triumphant right. thing that he was talking about it was like he didn't know what what human beings were going to do and the next thing was Hitler well he predicted the I, con- he predicted communism and he predicted nazism and and the the way that people treat the government and and especially now the you see it i think manifest with with the whole covid but let me take that full circle well, i got i got i wanted to address what you were saying about um evolution of humans point. and then becoming robots and all that Thank stuff you. you know i i got i got to say well, look when i grew when i was growing up i remember watching star trek the next generation and as as a as a, a you know a young man growing up in the united states me and all my friends seeing the show always looked up and wanted to be the borg Right? That's, that's what the show's about, <laughs> how the Borg is great, and you want to be a minus automaton with the Borg queen who controls you, and you have no say-so. No, I don't agree with that. No, really? No, you but let you, me expand. You didn't want to be the Borg? Let me say both these guys are right. It's a complex system. They use sociology, and they use anthropology and, and behavioral psychology to, to, to figure out religions we believe in, so we'll follow their system. But the globalist religion is scientific elites using us as guinea pigs to try to transcend to the next level, and that is the transhumanist 2.0 eugenics movement. And so they're Hegel. all, it's all, it's all, well, Hegelian well we, religion. We, we, we should, we should, I'm going to, how about for the member segment, we let you just give us the PowerPoint presentation of all of that and break down. I'll please. try it tonight. It's a lot of points, but the, the thing is a lot of people do hit that point of caring about communal and humans and projecting it onto the earth and, and transcending all of that and not being selfish. And so they manipulate good people, and, and I get manipulated too, saying, let us have control, we'll save the earth, let's not be selfish, don't you understand? And then you give over your will to them, believing you're part of a group with this new religion, to be depopulating or to be cutting back what we're doing to save the earth for the greater good. But if you go back to actually the most ancient religions, the pagan religions before Judaism and Christianity, and you see Abraham there when, when God, you know God says sacrifice your son, and then he goes, that's not needed anymore. That's a lesson to stop human sacrifice to the Jews, you know, by God. Uh, and so, however you see that, that goes back to the environmentalist, the pagans. We're always killing children and women and men, and the Druids would sometimes demand the king's son or the king. If there was no rain and no crops, they would sometimes say, we've had five years of no food. The gods want the king to be killed now. Mm-hmm. And so it was all this mumbo-jumbo, oh, the sun didn't come back, a goblin ate it or a snake ate it. We've got to have a bunch of <laughs> true, a yeah. bunch of sacrifices so that the, you know, so the snake spits the, the sun or the moon back up. And so that's what was going on there. So it's full circle. The UN talks about 1960s documents that I've covered on air. We're going to recreate paganism and recreate human sacrifice and make them love depopulation so that it'll be, and that paganism was the way to go. So see, it all just comes back to full circle. I, I, you know, part of me wants to believe we live in this fantasy world that's much like Full Metal Alchemist or something. I just don't, I just don't see it. I think 
I think it's much more routine and boring than than people realize. Well, that's because of, of Western civilization by. decided to up production and make life better and empower everybody compared to other systems. It's not perfect, but it's the best. And the globals look at that and say, this is making everybody fat, dumb, and spoiled. Let's give them artificial wars. Let's give them artificial poisons. And let's, let's, let, let, let's be the wolf that calls the, you know, the overpopulation of deer. Let's come in and give them survival of the fittest social Darwinism. That is the globalist religion is social Darwinism. I, and, and artificial money. That bothers me that they went fiat with the money Nixon took us off the gold standard. Which gives them all the power. And the Federal Reserve. Yeah. This, it, it gave, it gave this massive amount of power to this upper structure to be able to create infinite amounts of money at will. And now just, they can buy everybody off. It's it's not about creating infinite money. It's it's about being able to, be, being able to extract resources and labor from people with, with them in agreement to it. To to fake money to basically ba- basically if when you yeah, you when, get nothing. But you, well, no, no, no. They're it's, giving it's, you nothing. Getting everything. It's an invisible tax. The, the 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 printing and borrowing of money causing inflation. You sitting there looking at your bank like my number is fine, but the milk keeps going more more and more expensive. Because they can use... And they get the first use to the money. They get to buy companies and patents and land and ideas and people, and then you get the inflation later. I'm fully convinced that there's no running away, and there's no charging directly at it, but we have to pass through it with this decentralized internet. Well, I just hope the globalists know their plan's not going to work. They need to back off this. They're just going to cause giant wars of of everybody killing each other. We'll probably start between Pakistan and and India, and it's just... Isn't that that what you just said they wanted? What? People just killing each other? Yeah, but that the, the weapon systems are too dangerous. That's why they want to depopulate everybody right now uh, before they have that big war because they know they'll still be such large populations. You know, you know what's really crazy? We see these movies where you have these massive battlefields of like tens of thousands of people. We have millions of people living in cities. When I when you look back at these stories in history, like the revolution, and you hear about what happened, this battle on the, you know this 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 great battle that happened on the hill. And we imagine like just waves of thousands of soldiers charging at each other like in the movies and it's probably like a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Because there was, there was substantially less people back then. The United States had two million people at the time of the revolution. Two million. Yeah. So when there were battles going on, it wasn't like grand armies of 50,000 marching towards each other. It was a couple hundred. I, I, and I want to point out, it's not that they want war. I don't think they want people to kill each other. I think they want less reproduction. I think that's the Great Reset is about less... They, they want us to phase out. And you're saying if it's mishandled, it could cause global cat- catastrophic It sounds war. like they want people... So, you know you know what I always wondered? You know, have you followed the van life YouTube stuff? Yes. So this is really fascinating. There was this one woman who, I guess she quit YouTube, but she gained like a million subscribers in one day off one van life video. And everyone started asking, whoa, whoa, she did one video and she gets all... The, I think she did one... She did two videos. She did one video and she got a bunch of views. Second video, kaboom, million subscribers... It's like the fastest growth anyone's ever seen. Because people want freedom. No, because YouTube said there's a glitch in the algorithm. That's strange. Why was the algorithm promoting van life? And so you have to wonder about YouTube propping up videos that tell young people to sell off all your possessions mm-hmm. and go live in a van. Mm-hmm. They want to get you in I'm, debt. I, I. I totally agree. I'm in favor of that idea. <laughs> That's like, I do. No, no, no. It, it's freedom. It makes sense. But they want micro houses, micro apartments, and van life. Sounds great. But they want you to get deeper into debt. They don't want you to basically have... Any type of future, and so well, again, listen, they manipulate listen, the thing. Listen, I vans suck. Okay, <laughs> I spent enough time in a van. Professional vans, yeah. Coming when we were getting started, vans vans suck. Yeah, with multiple people, I got a nice van. Well, your yeah, your van yeah, is, is, it's is got for a one person. While the left wages war on on They're fossil fuels. How many hours get have a you bus. lived in a van, Phil? No, no, but hold, 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 hold on, or at least hundreds. Is, is, hundreds. So I, I think about it this way: 
and uh, um, having come from more humble means, I suppose. Probably thousands. I love the idea of a tiny house with my own little fishing hole and humble living. But and they're having- not going to have that. Yeah, they're not going to. I mean, they're they're telling them just go live by the river, and 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 you know, and statistically, you'll end up being homeless next. You know what I think? There's a large portion of people who can't support themselves. And so what do we do? You know? No, that's it. And so they say, don't just be homeless. Get, live in a van. Let's, 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 let's do some quick math. When they do promote, when, when the Great Reset, when, when the Davos people say, you will own nothing and you will be happy. That's literally a quote from the World Economic Forum. They said that about the year 2030 or whatever. What, what, what will life be like? You will. So let's think about something real quick. Can the average person who owns nothing survive? The answer is no. Well, they're going to make you sign on to the universal income and then dictate you be sterilized. That's admitted. Well, that sounds like Fallout, the original game. I don't know. I don't know about all that stuff. But the problem is, Alex, you say, you know, I wonder if what you're pulling off is a, is a Trojan horse. Like you've you've found these stories that sound crazy but are easily provable, right? So you're like cloned beef, and we're like, no, we look it up, and it turns out to be. True. I never played Fallout. No, I mean the. But then you that's say, good. but then you, but then you say one thing that we can't check, and we're like, I'll tell you right now where you can pull it up. Um, Type in United Nations. Well, just type in UN developing uh, anti fertility vaccine or or uh, you know proposals we, for universal basic income uh, and uh, sterilization. All right, and right. then and they're proposing well, it and they're saying that we'll go we'll go nuts in the in the timcast.com show. We should do. <laughs> well, super I want to keep going and I want this guy to get to talk. He's awesome. Can I go to the bathroom? Yeah, yes. we're going to do super chats. <laughs> so you go to the bathroom. Wondering, I'm going to take a piss. Do it. We're going to read super chats. You know uh, yeah, yeah, you know Second what? Second door on the yes, left. Sir, right can, there, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll read Super Chats if you haven't already smashed that like button. Uh, many people already have. And make sure you go to TimCast.com because if you thought this was crazy, wait, we actually have Alex Jones unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> You're some, we were like, we need someone to help, like, you know, come in and, you know, and Phil's just laughing. And I'm just pouring gas on the fire. <laughs> go! Go! <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so I'm not going to read every single Super Chat that said Alex Jones was right. There are a lot of them. Um, Just AC says, where's Michael Malice and G. Edward Griffin at? You guys are killing it. Keep up the good work. I mean, that sounds fun. Do we have plans for those two? Malice, is Malice toward the end of October. Yeah. I wanted to get uh, Dave Smith in here with, uh, with G. Edward. I want to see those two together. The That'd libertarians be cool. at it. Yeah. That'd be really cool. But Michael Malice works with everybody. All right. He's great. He's the best. Yes, he is. Powder PZ says, "No, seriously, no joke. I'm trapped. How do I escape California?" Oh, I mean, you just leave. What kind as, of trap? As much one as step I, at a time. How about that? Yeah, I mean, I understand that. Like slowly, and then all at once. It's a lot easier said than done. But like, if you're if you really want to get out of there, I mean, whatever you're doing in California, you could probably do somewhere else, and you'll. It's probably cheaper to live somewhere else. Yes. So. I think it's a good idea to download a survival guide. I downloaded yeah. two. And you can download the entire contents of Wikipedia. Yeah, you can. Whoa. Could you imagine if you had the entire contents of Wikipedia and like went back in time to the 1600s? You know, that's smart. With the way the world's working, the next big thing Davos Group's talking about doing is how the terrorists are going to launch a big power outage, <laughs> which will let them have the Great Reset even bigger. Everybody should Alex download is back from the bathroom, guys. This is exactly... <laughs> These are a long line, so I think, because you're like, how do we get out of this? You've got to evolve the currency from money like to electricity. Before, before his ass hit the, hit the seat, he's like, Davos is out. Okay, no, you guys. No, no, no. All right, okay. You yeah, know, we, here's we, my we problem. Got, I'm trying to, to warn people. <laughs> we, we got a question for you. Okay. Wait, wait. 
Crandall Logan says, Mr. Jones, I don't have anything on human-animal hybrids, but have you heard anything about the animal hybrids, spider goats at Utah State University? They are goats that produce spider silk in their milk to be removed in larger amounts for body armor. Yes, I covered that 28 years ago. Wow. And people didn't believe me because I, I, uh, 27 years ago, I had the director at an army base at a private research lab and was proud of it. And I saw it in some research magazine that nobody knew about. And I got him on. He got in trouble with the army after it. But yeah, uh, that was in upstate New York. They were, they had like over a thousand of these goats that their milk, they look like regular goats. It's just that they have the spider gene in their uh, milk producing glands in, in their mammary glands that puts out this protein they can then use for body armor for some and, and like and like really strong ropes and stuff like that it was a and, and so now they've upped the larger production they have cows for at least 20 years in china that produce human milk what uh, they're, they're part yeah the big thing is see you have animal rights movements you also have human rights movements so the, they make humanoids that are only like one percent animal but now it's a gray zone that has no rights. Wait, 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 humanoids that are 1% animal? Yeah, so it's really a human. The other way around or what? No. I know they do the pigs. They're doing pigs where they're trying to grow human organs in pigs for transplant. Yes, but, but they also grow the humanoids. They just don't roll that out and advertise that, but it's in all the research papers. It's in a lot of research papers. I mean, I was reading about human-animal hybrids 25 years ago uh, in in in. Uh, type this in. Human animal. Well, we gotta do super chats. Well, human, they ask. Human animal hybrids are chest dating on U.S. farms. <laughs> That's MIT. Came out like three years ago. Chest dating? C-A-G? Yeah, you, you, no, you chest dating. Chest dating, yeah. yeah. Alright, alright. Uh, I, 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 we, we will, we will go through there, all of this stuff. There's one thing I want to say though, whenever you're ready, just about in general. We, I, I want to, people, yeah, I mean, that's the headline. Wanna, the people Technologyreview.com. The Thanks people who are, uh, uh, is it NewsGuard certified? I don't know. The people who know. are super chatting, I want to make sure that we can get the NewsGuard is, is uh, Microsoft. It, it has is, to absolutely. be authorized by Bill Gates. That's right. Does NewsGuard authorize that Bill Gates hangs around with Jeffrey Epstein and lied about it? I got fact-checked for saying that Bill that Bill Clinton flew on the plane. They called it false. That's on the log. I know, but it's like, and, and so when I argued with the fact-checker, he was like, well, it sounded the way you said it was different, so I, I called it false, and I'm like, but it's true. Well, again, who, let's, let's read the who, super who checks the fact-checkers? Yeah, yeah great question. question. Well, we, we have filed for a non-profit fact-checking organization oh, yeah. to quite literally fact-check the fact-checkers. I, I will trust your fact-checking. Yeah. I mean, I'm we'll do our best. Trust, we're, we're, we're going to trust Snow. It's going to be, it's going to be like an encyclopedia where we show the article, we, we, we'll like actually show what we're questioning. And we're going to create a list of these different news organizations, a score, zero out of 100. So we're going to, we're going to randomly sample 100 articles from like the past month or three months or however long. And then we're going to go through them looking for violations of standard journalistic ethics, give them a strike if they do. And then it'll be like 67 out of 100 articles reviewed were considered, you know, good, you know, uh, ethical journalism. Wow. And then we'll show the list of the unethical journalism. A lot of it's going to be opinion. A lot of it's going to be just like this is an opinion piece. This is an opinion piece. And if it's an opinion piece not labeled as opinion, you get a strike. If it's factually incorrect, you get a strike. If you try to ha- harm people, you get a strike. So we're going to be doing that. But let's, let's, let's read some more. Joshua Ferris says, defund AFGE. Federal employee union dues are not mandatory for representation. I don't see why any member would give them a dime after this. Federal unions are notorious for defending the worst employees imaginable. And yet some of the best employees might be lost due to this mandate. I mean, I have something to say about that, surprisingly. You have these unions that have sold all these jobs out, and, and now you have these unions saying, yeah, let's forcibly inoculate federal employees, but then Congress and their staff are going to be exempt. It just It's out of control. I mean, how do they exempt themselves from vaccine mandates? That's total discrimination. 
And then we think about the race or something or how, what color we are. That, that, that That's all a distraction I found when we're all having our basic rights screwed over. Mount Romer says in the beginning of this conversation, Alex Jones dropped some serious red pill history bombs on you. Fact check it. All right. Yeah, the Illuminati French Revolution stuff is key. Mm. Did you look it up? I was. Uh, I started to. Yeah, I was reading a little bit about it. All right. Let's see. Where was I at? I thought I had something pulled up, but I guess I got uh, jumped. Yeah, I must have jumped YouTube. Hey. A lot of people are just saying they like you, Alex, and that you're right. <laughs> There's a lot of people saying that you're right. All right. Sonny James says, did Werner von Braun proj- uh, uh, wrote Project Mars? Dr. Werner von Braun wrote Project Mars, a technical tale. Is that Sonny James, uh, Jesse James' daughter? I don't know. I don't know. If it is, hi, Sonny. She's friends <laughs> with my daughter. Oh, okay. Uh, really nice lady. Uh, girl. Guess, guess the name of the fictional Mars ruler. That's Elon. It is. But but let's let's talk about that. What was the question about Werner von Braun? Uh, no, no, there, it wasn't. There was, she was saying he did write uh, yeah, Project uh, Mars. E- Elon Musk's father wrote a... Well, no, Werner von Braun wrote a book about the Elons that rule and, and the dictator being named Elon on Mars. And then uh, Elon Musk's father named him Elon. So it's a big question. Hmm. Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. Yeah. He's going to be the king of Mars. L, uh, five, five? I don't know. Sorry, I can't pronounce your name. The crazy stuff Alex Jones is right about makes me worried there is actually interdimensional child abusing vampires. (laughs) I just thought regular Democrats were bad. (laughs) No, I mean, the global, a lot of cultures believe that you hurt children and energy is released. And they can feed off that energy. I'm telling you what these some of these people believe, and I'm telling you what's at archaeological sites around the earth. So why do humans? Because I have no desire to cut children's hearts out. I don't know why this keeps happening. I would I would advise checking your ego because when that power flows through you, uh, don't twist it. You know, a lot of people. Uh, boss I, Boss Troll says the Project Veritas COVID video drop. You should watch it before the corporate or, corporate overlords take it down. I just want to say that I'm glad to know that Alex doesn't want to cut children's hearts out. <laughs> As most people should that. should but, agree, they don't want to do that. You know, I talked to Veritas O'Keefe like last week. They said this is going to be so huge, the corporate whistleblower, and that, that they think this is the thing that may get them banned. So well, once we know what's going on in overdrive, we can talk about. Yeah. It. So what we'll do is once we we wrap up here, I think for the members thing, we'll just play it. And we'll all watch it in real time and react okay. to it. And Sounds we'll good. We'll to hear it. So, uh, Rionin Taka says, Tim is already triggered that Alex wasn't wrong. You know, that's the challenge. Because some of it's like, that sounds wrong. And I look it up and it's right. But that's but not true. Is- that's not true. Joe Rogan did the fact checking and he figured I'd be right about most stuff. And you know that too. So it's fun. Tim likes me. Tim, <laughs> Tim is not insecure or he wouldn't have such an obnoxious person on. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I, we had Zuby on the show and he said vitamin. And I said, you pronounce vitamin wrong. He goes, no, I didn't. And I was like, yeah, it's vital mineral. He goes, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah, it is. And he's like, look it up. And I was wrong. And I was like, oh, you got me. Like, I don't care if I'm no, wrong. No, but I mean, the idea. Alex Jones, it would have, it would, you'd have been right, though. <laughs> yeah, but you're not like, it's fun to fact check me and see if the crazy stuff's true. Yeah. Lightning. Believe me, I make mistakes sometimes, especially as I've gotten older. Oh, man. I'll, I'll like mix like two different things together. I have my memory and I'll get it wrong. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. that listened to the show should fact check everything. Yes. Anyway. Do it anyway. Every yeah. time. And and that's the thing is people are allowed to say what I mean if I want to say that I've been to Mars with Elon Musk as a joke I should be able to say it or if I want to I mean then I'll be known as a discredited person people have their right to free speech that's one thing Bill Maher said about me he said everybody gets free speech including Alex Jones that's the way it is they said oh how dare him because he understands his bread and butter is free speech 
And I don't think he should be censored either. Bill said whatever the hell he wants. As long as he doesn't say, go kill these people. No, that's not speech. That's 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 a calling for a violent action. No one should be... You should, there shouldn't... I mean, the the reasons to not censor people are... are I mean, they should be obvious. You want to be able to select... Like, you want to be able to tell who the bad people are. You want people to feel comfortable to say what they believe so you can be like, I don't want to be around that guy. He sucks. Yes. Brayden T. says, Shu went on Tower Gang, which is a libertarianish posting pod. Tonight? She's not afraid of CC, cancel culture. It's about being pushed by serious ideas that scare her, in my opinion. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Tower Gang. I I, I'm familiar with Tower Gang. What do you, are they, are they they're, they're just libertarian-like huh. shitlords. Oh, oh, pardon my French. No, no whatever. <laughs> uh, T-Get says, I desperately want a Phil Labonte screaming, yes, yes. ringtone. Name Clip your it. price. Yeah. Clip NFTs. <laughs> Clip the next yeah. world. Yeah, there, are, there are NFTs. All that remains NFTs coming. So. Oh, cool. Solid. That's all cool. the remains. Could yeah. we NFT episodes of the show or something? You know, I bet we could. But yes. like, what does that mean? You get a digital You copy? own the original digital copy, yeah. No, they wouldn't own the original digital copy. We would, but they would own the NFT version. Of the, yeah, the, the original NFT. That's the, the weird thing about NFT. Or the only NFT. But what happened to the so-called left is they got taken over by the corporations. They want to be on the winning team. I mean, uh, I mean, how is being anti-free speech? Oh, it's just our platform. And then now Senator Rand Paul talks about natural immunity being better. And so his video in the Senate gets taken down. I mean, that's dangerous, folks. And I can't believe Congress has put up with us. Everybody talks about how great Rand Paul is. I think he's doing the bare minimum. He gets like an A-. minus. Uh, everybody else is getting like an F, including the Republicans. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is, they're all getting paid off of the same people. And it's really, really out of control. I'm trying to find some good questions. It's hard. Because a lot of people are just saying Alex Jones is right, Alex Jones is it's right. Like, it's like we're trying to convince the population to get on our side. Or on my, I'm trying to get them to get on my side. Because, it, it, yeah, people are getting twisted. But... It's like a dance. I don't want to dance. I want to just tell them the answer. But they want to see me dance because they want to enjoy it, and then they'll believe me. I'll tell you the answer. Bill Joy in 1999, co-founder and owner of Sun Microsystems, worth $4 billion, $4 billion at the time, probably worth more than that today. He wrote a big article called Why the Future Doesn't Need Us for Wired Magazine, and he endorsed Theodore Kaczynski, the Unabomber. It was part of the CIA MK Ultra Mind Control Program. That's another issue. That was declassified. And he said... I went to a conference with 200 or so other billionaires and tech owners, and we had a vote after three days. And we decided that that we just don't want to keep people around in mass anymore. We're not just going to let them play video games and you know do whatever. Really, it's not good for the earth and human life when we're not stressed enough is not worth anything. So the group consensus was we just need to get rid of the majority of the people. And so we can all sit around academically and go, yeah, there are a lot of dumb, lazy people, but you know, in that act of playing God, it's 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 really really evil. You can go read why the future doesn't need us, Bill Joy, and see that for yourself. Mystic Fox says, Tim, if you will put all the proof of Alex's claims on your site, I will subscribe to your website. Okay, I will hire an Alex Jones reporter Ooh. who will just research. I like that. It'd be me. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no hire no. me. We're gonna hire an independent. <laughs> I want to find somebody who Advice. recently got laid off from like Vice or something, <laughs> and then make them do nothing but watch Alex Jones videos. Yeah, there's probably people that already memorized me, the... And I would love to see my score. I want to get it up. I want to, like, you know, get my score up higher. No, but we can... Uh, I think, actually, uh, it would be really cool to bring on somebody to investigate and break down the conspiracy theories on the web and, like, do a fact check of them, show show the source of the conspiracies, the ideas, the proof, the claims. Because I feel like you, when you go to the mainstream media, often they use, like, semantic tricks. So it'll be like, did Bill Clinton fly on the plane with Jeffrey Epstein? 
to pick no, up ice cream. False. It. They didn't get ice cream. They flew to, you know, whatever island. That's exactly what they do. Or they do stuff. I mean, I mean there's so many examples of it. But they'll say, you know, Alex, because they'll use me because I'm seen as, quote, not being credible by, they think, the mainstream. Still, So they didn't fact check the Senate report. They didn't fact check the Wall Street Journal that said it. They go, is it true that Biden is now going to watch everybody's bank account for any $600 or more and every transaction above that? No. It's not true. And then way down at the bottom, it's not been implemented yet. It's just a proposal by him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, crazy. The actual thing is if, if you have 600 or more in your account, they're going to track every transaction. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all I was doing is like reading the Wall Street Journal, and I went and looked at the proposal. It was true. I didn't just believe them. And then I'm like, yeah, look at this idiot. He, he wants to do this. That turns into he said Biden's currently doing it. Well, I mean, it's like he's trying to do it. I mean, it, just, it doesn't even matter. But that's what they do. They Here's the deal. I'm not consciously trying to lie to anybody about anything, and I'm not some super evil right-wing dude. The left got mad at me because they think I got Trump elected, and quite frankly, I don't think that's the case. Uh, And I'm not backing away from Trump. I was really upset with Trump pushing this vaccine. I knew they tried to make it mandatory. At least he isn't for it being mandatory. But he wants to believe he did this big heroic thing, and he's up there saying, this is totally effective. I love it. It's really wonderful. Well, according to the Israeli studies, it's not as effective as 100%, but we're not allowed to say that well, on YouTube. In fact, it's totally effective. You'll well, live forever. No, no, no. It, we, 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 we'll just we'll, we'll put it simply as Fauci has been having discussions with Bidens about the requirements of booster shots due to reduced efficacy over time. And but we, we can, should be able to say Israel's done the most studies, and it was a big government study, one of the biggest ever conducted, and they're saying that, I mean, you can pull up the article. Oh, yeah, no, we, we, we've talked about Israel's data. It's, it's horrible. I was once 39 years old. And, and then... Speaking, code, everybody, everybody speaks in code online now. I mean, think about how we're in the Soviet Union. Isn't that man. weird? Yeah. I mean, it's like you know. I think psychic energy is. I mean, I think psychic. It's real. Oh, there's definitely the hundredth monkey syndrome. You know about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. it, yeah. They were washing uh, uh, yams. It wasn't coconuts. It was yams. Monkeys on an island, and then eventually, like somewhere, like a hundred monkeys started washing their yams. Like one of the monkeys, and then all of a sudden, around the world, these other monkeys on other islands started washing their yams. Whoa. Yeah, well, they even had islands. I think it was in the South Pacific, like thirty miles away, and the, and the, and, the, and the anthropologists and, and people were watching it, and and then they're sitting there looking at this animal behaviorist, like uh, Desmond Morris types, and then all of a sudden. As soon as that a group colony did it, like broadcast it, and they were doing it. Oh, as well. No, no, it, they didn't broadcast anything. You guys don't understand. It was, it was, it was a patch, updated. Yeah, they updated. They updated the one point seven. The simulation yeah. updated yeah, yeah, yeah. to include, you know, monkeys wash yams. Yeah, washing. Some some developer came in. He was like, I, I don't. I, over the weekend, I just made a thing that it's it's a cool feature where they'll wash yams, and they're like, Well, cool, that's how the globalists it. see it. Is they see <laughs> in the Hegelian dialectic. You have your libertarians, your right wingers, you know, this group, that group, gay, straight, black, white, old, young. And, and all of it are just levers and movements that they didn't start or even control. But now through dumbing people down and by all the propaganda, they just see all those as movements they can play off against each other. And this is actually a big simulation they're trying to make with the AI and the computers. You know about the founding of the internet, right? In, in, in 1960, the precursor of DARPA, because it was ARPA, uh, this big psychiatrist, super brain, like a 200 IQ, I forget his name, you look it up. He created the intergalactic communication system. That's what it was called. And he said, we'll have big computer terminals. We'll be able to miniaturize them down to handheld. And then we will use that with big screens everywhere that we'll have by then. He was saying by the year like 2020, he wanted to do it. 
and then and then they would be able as behavioral psychologists to control all of us with our handheld computers that were watching us and tracking us, and when they make us daily to be able to have our job or leave, have to go download it into the main computers because he was you know thinking of something different then couldn't see that far in the future. So DARPA came along and created the whole system for it for all of this to create a hive mind AI uh, interface that they want. And then when Google got set up in nineteen. Uh, 98 with the CIA Incutel funding, uh, they actually admitted that was their plan of the human neural interface with this computer system to teach it how to be uh, through machine learning an interface with humans. That's confirmed. Let's read some more super chats. Intergalactic Computer Network. It's J.C.R. Licklider, the first director of Processing Techniques Office at the Pentagon's ARPA. Let's see. Iman says, I haven't seen Tim this frustrated in a long time. LMAO. Alex Jones definitely needs to be on more often. Glad I got my TimCast membership as I feel a YouTube ban is coming soon. <laughs> Us basket of deplorables need to stick together. Hey, Tim is welcome on my show and so is everybody else. We got to figure out this uh, this Texas trip because we have the trailer to do. This the- guy's come on the show and he'll beat me up on it for talking too much. <laughs> you guys are both Texas. <laughs> we've got a, we've got I'll definitely we, go on your we show. We've been on your show, trailer. actually. Uh, you have been. I was on with when my uh, when Milo Yiannopoulos was uh, I remember. Was hosting. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Wow. And I let you talk a little more then. Yes. In fact, <laughs> but it's okay though. You're being nice. Talk right now. Well, I mean, you know, I don't want to be rude. Uh, first of all, and second of all, I thoroughly enjoy the uh, the the tales that you spin, especially when when we go ahead and search and find the kernel of truth in this. Well, about, about the intergalactic communication system, that wasn't a kernel. No, no, I get, I get it. I'm I'm not. <laughs> I get it. And I've read like 500 hour. pages from ARPA. Yeah, Jeez. they also so spin- wild. The Matrix is an actual Pentagon plan. Did you know this? No. Uh, the Carnegie Endowment, which runs the CIA today, always did set it up. Now the former director runs it because they're just fully taken over. They said to end war, they wanted proposals. And in the 70s, one that they looked at in 79, no, 77, was it birth to put us in tanks where our own heat powers it. They'll have robots with these farms that grow the food and all that. But it was, it was, it was more limited, just a quick proposal. Matrix expands on it. And that will end all war because we'll be in a virtual reality so there's peace. What if we're in the virtual reality now? Well, that, that was the Pentagon plan. And, and, the, and then they declassified it in 2000. And then they asked for it to be reclassified. What if we're in the Matrix? What if the simulation isn't for fun? What if the simulation is the Matrix? And all the monkeys washing yams was because they updated it. Was a, it was a glitch. It's possible as things are, are uh, fractal, but I think that we really got to take it seriously. Like they're trying to put humanity in a matrix right now. It's really yeah, stay, uh, th- that's why working at home is bad, which it's good if it's free. They can surveil everything you're doing online. And now you notice all the big companies from Berkshire Hathaway to Microsoft to Apple. Apple employees finally got it last month and wrote a letter. And the media focused on them saying we're being sexually harassed or being mean to us. That was a small part, which is important that shouldn't have happened. But the main thrust was they make us be on the iCloud and they see everything we do and they talk about it and our bosses all have access to us in a class system. We're against this. You know what wow. the dangerous thing is? The word they. There's so many definitions of what it means. Well, it's the new super technocracy class. And so once you're at home on a computer, they all make you go on and now they're, quote, activating the microphone, activating the camera. Same thing happened to Richard Snowden in the CIA where the guy's watching him bang his wife and later tells him Edward Snowden. Everstone yeah. says name sorry. Let's, oh, they did that. Let's, let's read some. Let's, let's, let's see, read. See, I made a mistake. I said, what did I say? Richard Snowden. Yeah. Ever, <laughs> see, I made a right. mistake. There you go. Mister Obvious says, "Here's double for Alex Jones. Woo. In my opinion, they aren't refugees. They are economic migrants. America has around 40 million people below the poverty line. We need to take care of ourselves. We need borders. Tell Alex Jones I love him. No, I totally Mr. agree that him. that I mean, the, most of these Haitians have been in South America and Colombia and other areas since the earthquake for four or five years, and the new one hit, obviously. And they were in there complaining in the news, in the videos, in French, translated, they don't give us enough free stuff in Colombia. 
And so now we're here for the free stuff. And, and imagine they're here with cell phones. They're here with money to buy Topo Chico and, you know, mm-hmm. enchiladas and bring them over. This, this is the middle class of Haiti that left there. I don't blame them. And then went to South America, and that's collapsing under the lockdown. So they said the lockdown is making us starve. We have to come here. So, again. We have a very important question for you. Uh, Alex A. says, why is Dragon Ball Z the greatest anime and Naruto is the second? And lastly, why is Black Black Clover and My Hero Academia tied for third? We want the truth, damn it. <laughs> I have never really watched Dragon Ball Z until they t- take that thing where I go Super Saiyan or something. Saiyan? Saiyan. You go, like that, and that's all. And your hair goes gold. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Up. So that's a little bit of fun there. Oh, yeah, beautiful. All right, all right. Let's see. Uh, I swore I was going to come here and be called, but you I were. Yeah, it's all good. You You're did. an animal. This is actually dialed back in the literal sense of the all word. Right, I will be. I bet I speak for the rest of the interview in a British accent. Oh gosh, Dig I'm it. scared. You're like a Zen master, dude. Mm, that's true. Uh, yeah, I am. yeah. <laughs> so all right, Zen master. So very good to be here with you, Tim. Oh, my gosh. Incredible <laughs> little show, some intellectual ideas with you. That's very good. I yes, must stay. You. This facility is quite mansionous in its grandiosity. <laughs> Have you ever taken psychedelics and, like, just meditated and had, like, just gigantic transformative experiences? Yes, when I was very young. We should do that. Let's do that again. Let's get young. <laughs> get young. Let's lay out on the golf course and take five hits way. of acid, three hits of peyote. Well, let's go. Let's oh microdose. Let's start. <laughs> let's start. Let's go real slow. You said you want to have a giant transformative event. I'm interested in ayahuasca. I think I think it would be amazing for society to have a high profile ayahuasca journey with the dieta leading up to it, the ten day fast, mm. and it could be incredible. And you're coming. Ayahuasca could be scary. Mm-hmm. Tim Pool, you want to take ayahuasca with me? No, I wouldn't do it. No, I'm not. I'm not into that stuff. I, I like I, hearing about. it. I like the research, but I wouldn't. Would you sit with me while sit with us while we're doing it? Yeah, I'd film it. But a lot of it's just <laughs> crapping and vomiting. <laughs> that's yeah. the most. Obvious but a lot of that's because the diet <laughs> wasn't followed. <laughs> if you fast for ten Gosh, days, you don't I want people really to watch puke to see as what much. Happens. Yeah. It's all that shit in your system that's getting rid of. That means it's working. Well, let me tell you, after ten days of not eating, I don't know what I'd be like. Yeah, you get you get vegetables with no salt. That's basically it. Sautéed vegetables with no salt. Yeah. No sugar. No bread. Nothing. No cucumbers. Yeah. And then I think the ayahuasca treats you well. Have you done ayahuasca? No, I sipped on it when I was in South America. I could feel the DNT rush coming on, but I didn't, I haven't taken the It's like smoking it. You didn't take the third hit. No, yeah. I was just, it tastes like grass. It was really bitter, like grass, like eating grass. Joe Danker says if Alex Jones didn't exist, we'd have to invent him. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I'm just telling you crazy factoids out of history here. I just love. You know, when I interviewed you today, you were bringing up the fact that they tried to cancel me and now everybody else. And all it's doing is forcing people to build their own thing. I think that's a very American thing, Tim. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're going to be so down with the Fediverse. Alex uh, brought me out into the woods, and now I got allergies, <laughs> oh, no. and it's it's oh, no. slaying me. I It's your new green room. It's a very nice woods you've got here. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty beautiful woods. Pawpaw everywhere. Pawpaw. Yeah. yeah, little pawpaws. You know, I didn't think we had that many. And then you walk into the woods, and they, they hit you in the head. They fall down. They're crazy. I ate a pawpaw for the first time yesterday. Good, right? It's yeah. like a mango avocado banana all mashed in the woods. I was like a little monkey, and I ate it out of my security guy's hand. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love this mental image. Is it that true? So there's a, I, I, I'm, I am going through the Super Chats trying to find good questions. The challenge is there's a, a lot of them are just like, hey, Alex, Phil, big fans. We love you. Love the show. Cheers. And so I don't want to not read everyone's, but. No, you know, I want to read it all. I want to be here all night. 
I mean, well, no, I mean, you do have me not drinking. This is an Alex Jones not drinking. There, there's, I love it. There's too many, and uh, oh, well, here, here's one that's very, very basic. Under 100 calories says, "Have you guys thought of making an app?" And for Alex, have you heard of the podcast Zedcast? They're big, big fans. We are working on an app. Have you heard of Zedcast? I have seen a lot of stuff. I forget the names, but it, it, it does ring a bell. Scott Kundell says the most powerful weapon in 1869 was a crude, a crud machine gun. 76 years later, the A-bomb. 1945, 76 years later is now. Do you feel the A-bomb is still it or propaganda advancing in that same 75 years? Stronger? Well, the, yeah. H.G. Uh, Wells wrote long before we went into the 20th century. It was like 18... 1880? Yeah. yeah. I think. They wrote about atomic weapons because they could already theoretically talk about it. Max Planck and the German physicists had already by 1898 come up with the theoretical physics and quantum mechanics for atomic bombs. Then they were able to purify it and get it, and then you know the Germans almost got it with their light water uh, reactors, and then, of course, we had our systems here with uh, the whole Manhattan Project. And so the atomic bomb is 1898 technology. The hydrogen bomb is, you know, theoretically uh, was 1920s technology, but deployed in the 50s. And so the Air Force let it leak in the, in the uh, several papers they put out about 10 years ago that they've actually harnessed and developed antimatter bombs. Uh, but but they've, never, they've only theoretically tested them, and they think that they would probably destroy the whole solar system. Well, the, the, I, I don't know. So I was, I was reading about that, and they said the problem is producing antimatter is ridiculously expensive and has to be stored in magnetic rings because once it comes into contact with standard... It explodes. With, yeah, it, it's a Chain pure reaction. 100% energy release. <clears throat> but um, I want to ask you, do you know how much stronger... Modern nuclear weapons, and I say modern, I mean like the 90s. Do you know how much stronger they are than the than the bombs we dropped on about uh, five thousand times? So, uh, if we're talking about a multiple independently, you're talk, uh, uh, we're talking it? about an ICBM MERV technology MERV. coming back in and reentry order because yeah. not only does it carry eight to twelve warheads, but they're also substantially more powerful each. Absolutely. So yeah. one ICB, ICBM could pepper the entire eastern seaboard. Yeah, like Fat Boy uh, or, or Little Boy and Fat Man. I mean, those were. Weren't even megatons. I mean, they were, they were, they were right. really small. Yep. So modern weapons, people don't realize. They look at they, they look at history and they're like, oh, we, the nuclear weapons. Like, you have no idea how powerful the modern weapons are now. But you know, but by the time we dropped those on them in 1945, out of the Nola Gay and the rest of it, they already had had 2,000 plane sorties going in. On they waited till the day when there were like 50 mile an hour winds. So it basically burned down half of Japan, probably killed 5 million people in one day. Oh. They were already trying to surrender then. So see, using primitive technology of just firebombs, it's actually better than the atomic bombs at that time. They just dropped those on them to scare the Russians. Now, here's the thing. If we had antimatter bombs and were able to contain antimatter, you could have, I was reading this thing about it, a weapon the size of a standard ICBM but carrying an antimatter explosive would take out a quarter of the planet. Now, my math's probably wrong, but I was reading an article that said, like, the amount of energy released from something that powerful. Uh, they said, if there was an antimatter bomb the size of you, it would blow up one-fourth of the planet, ripping the planet clean I off. I think it'd be a lot more than that. I mean, if, if, if you've got a football size of plutonium, and then you slam uranium into it or vice versa. Anti-plutonium? Well, I mean, they have different systems, but they usually jacket it in plastic explosive. The more primitive stuff, they fire a uranium bullet into plutonium. they got a bunch of systems, but... I mean, man, I mean, they're saying, like, a tiny bit of real antimatter they were able to hold it together with. I mean, that their estimates are blow the sun up. 
We're going to go to the member segment because we're going to let Alex just say whatever he wants. And so I want to maximize the amount of time we have for that. But it's all theoretical. We're just sitting here talking about all this stuff. For sure. They don't want us to discuss and just expand our minds into larger discussion scenarios. But, hey, I just hope people will understand we're still on the air. Ways are even bigger than we ever were. Thanks to all the fans and supporters. And uh, I've made mistakes in the past. I've apologized for them. They only use that against me. But we're alive and well at the dreaded evil uh, freeworldnews.tv where you find all the videos, freeworldnews.tv. It's one word. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, newswars.com. And people should see what we're actually saying and what we're doing, like you're doing, rather than, you know, just lie and, and say, oh, he's a Nazi. He did this. He, you know, he did that. I, I, I want to show you something when we start off the members podcast. So make sure you go to timcast.com. I want to, I want, I've got a video from 10 years ago that I want to, I want you to, uh, I want, I want you to hear. So again, timbs.com member segment where we can just go completely off the hook and it should be up. It, I, I would normally say 11 p.m., but I have a feeling we're going to go long and we're going to have fun yeah. with it. So <clears throat> again, sign up. You can follow us. You can follow me personally at Timcast. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. Uh, Phil, you want to shout anything out? Uh, I am Phil that remains on Twitter, on Twitch, on uh, I'm on Minds. Basically, uh, just about everywhere. I'm Phil that remains. Uh, stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday on Twitch. Um, yeah. So I'm uh, What yeah. do you think about this? So don't be mad at me for being obnoxious. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alex, the last thing I feel towards you is anger. <laughs> well, I love you, too. And by the way, pool's having fun. For the people on the chat, stop being mean to him. Oh, Don't worry. My listeners are mean to me, too. We've had, him on, we've had Alex on three times. We, yes. know, we, know, we know what's going on. I appreciate you having the courage to do that. Yeah, I mean, if, if we get... It, courage is contagious, my man. We, we followed all the rules. Mm-hmm. A little off the rails for a little bit. But, you know, if... But, well, but, that well, stuff all sounds let's, crazy. Let's, 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 let's do it. Well, Ian, shout yeah, out. sure. Let's Hit me up at the... Ian Crossland. Great conversation, Alex. Phil, I love you guys. Tim, everybody. Lydia, love you, Lydia. <laughs> everybody tuning in, share with everybody to tune in to the, you know, real free open area and tell them to do it. It creates the chain reaction. That's right. That's True. the goal. I feel like I learn so much new stuff every single time Alex is on and I absolutely love having him. I'm not afraid to have him on and uh, happy to bring him back anytime. Well, thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. man. The so Illuminati this... wants you to cut your dick off. Well, I don't know about that. Well, I, have a, I, have a, is, I have a micro. Oh. You won't be able to find it. All right. Good stuff. This is the live portion. We're now going to start recording the members podcast you can find over at TimCast.com. So make sure you go subscribe and share whatever you can because uh, that's the only way we get we get past the censors. And, you know, YouTube props up CNN all stuff. We don't get those advantages. So we, re- we rely on you guys. But TimCast.com, and we'll see you all there. All right. Yes.